Ladies and gentlemen, the most important thing right now is that you tweet hashtag Joe must show and specify that Joe Biden must go on the Rogan podcast with Donald Trump for four hours, cage match debate moderated. And, you know, it'll just be like the greatest thing ever done ever. It'll be the highest rated piece of content ever produced. And I really do mean that it'll it, it's probably going to have millions of live viewers. It'll probably get 100 million views from people all over the world. Just these two guys sitting there. I don't think Joe Biden will do it. You think you think Joe Biden will do it under the right circumstances? Yeah, I don't know. I think Joe Rogan's going to be like, here are the terms because we want this to be legit. And then Biden's going to be like, all right, I got teleprompter there. You know, I got I had a one in seven chance. One in seven. Is that what you're betting on? Yeah, it's not yeah. very good. Well, if everybody listening right now says Joe must show oh, on Joe. Twitter because everyone knows Twitter is real life. Yes. I'm doing it right now. I will You're do, it do it right now. Joe right must now. show. Joe must show. And then maybe we can get like a trend going or something. Apparently, apparently it was attached to a different trend. I can't remember which, 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 which. Something about the Harris. The Harris thing. Harris Biden campaign. Anyway, anyway, that's the most important thing I can say <laughs> to start the show. Yes. Just like this is, this is it. It's got to happen. It'll be the greatest thing ever. It really would. Welcome to Timcast IRL podcast. I'm hanging out with some friends. We got Ian C sitting over here. Hi. He's, he's just he's got a he's got a comic book. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Swears yeah, on it. Snap. This is the S posts. Uh, <laughs> this is by George Alexopoulos. Oh. It's just a picture of Nancy Pelosi tearing up uh, the Trump speech. This is really awesome. Yeah, it's he's really a- good. It's really good. And of course, Lydia is here and yes, she's doing camera I'm stuff here as well. And we're, uh, we're we're hanging out because we got some uh, really interesting news. So I, I had covered this earlier in the day. That in Lancaster, where the riots had erupted over this dude, did, did, uh, you, you guys both saw the video of what happened in, in Lancaster. Did you see it? No. Where the guy burst out of the door and he's got a knife and he's no. screaming and like, yeah. ah. no. He, people noticed that the guy, as he was screaming and waving the knife, looked like one of the dudes from Doom. Oh wow! And but, what, like so, an imp. Well, no. Uh, actually, is that what it's called? The first Doom? that's horrifying. The imps people are like are, the dark that's just like skinned. A, yeah, that's it. Wow, really? That's, like, yeah, is that racist? Fireballs. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, all, all video games are racist. Maybe that's what the meme was supposed to be, like a racist meme. Maybe. Wow. Well, that's terrible. Ooh. I'm really sad this guy died, but I mean, if a guy breaks out of the door and he's waving a knife and screaming, so the cop, uh, cop did the right thing. Like, right when the cop shows up, this dude breaks out of the door, and then the, the guy just bursts through the door, and he's got a knife, and he's screaming, and then the dude turns around and runs. The cop, the cop runs, and then the dude waving the knife... The cop is running. He can't run fast enough. He turns and he shoots the dude with the knife. So dude with the knife dies. Part, part of this is that I don't know if you were aware. I think you, I'm sure that you probably were. But this guy was actually on probation for having stabbed four people. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was running around with a knife. Apparently he had stabbed four people in the past unprovoked. That's what I was reading. Yeah, he was a little bit unhinged. So, yeah. Sadly. So to clarify this, you're saying the cop went into the guy's house? No. No, 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 no. Where did they? He got, he got a call. He walked to the house and the dude bursts out of the door like, ah, oh my he's gosh. got a knife. And the cop's like, ah, and he yeah. runs. And then the guy's screaming and chasing him. The cop turns because yeah. the guy's gaining on him. And anyway, we'll get into all this. A riot, you know, broke out. Mm-hmm. So the cops apparently did like late night raids and arrested all of these people. And now they're apparently being, uh, they were arraigned. Million dollar bond. Million dollars. So they went at night when they were went back to their house and went to sleep? They I guess. Yeah, we saw videos of like, that, that. that's what's being claimed. I haven't seen a lot of stories about it, but I've seen like the Blaze tweeted that they were... Uh, Raids, you know, just real quick. They pulled up in vans, ran out, grabbed people, cuffed them, brought them in. 
one million dollars. Dude, good. which means I think they have to pay a hundred grand if they want to get out. Oh. Which means they're not getting out. And okay. guess what? Next day, no riots. Hmm. How about that? Wow. Yeah. And no DNC paying to get their bail paid this time. Hundred grand? Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Mm. No well, yeah. That's, so that's that, that's like the Minneapolis, the Minnesota uh, bail fund thing. And the Democrats were all about it back then. No, no, they're they're not gonna they're gonna pay yeah. the stuff now because they're they're freaking out because of it. Yeah. But here's here's something interesting. So it's it's being claimed now that one of the dudes who got arrested worked for a news company. He didn't. He didn't. Oh. He, he worked for the parent company. Uh so there's there is Lancaster's biggest online news source. He worked for the parent company doing like client services or something. Kind of related. And then other people noticed that this news outlet is actually producing favorable content to Antifa. Oh. Yeah. So who's what's the parent company do? It's called LNP. They do everything. They just own a bunch yeah, of Yeah, you know, it, it I, I think it's fair to say it probably is a news company in the sense that all of the other things they do are like client services like advertising and SEO and stuff, which is arguably peripheral to the news outlet. Or you can argue the news outlet is meant to advertise their parent service. You know. Yeah, geez. Great news. But regardless, the dude probably worked in an office with a bunch of the same people and he's going out and rioting with Black Lives Matter. So I'm not going to say he's Antifa, but probably sympathetic to the far left. So anyway, we'll, we'll, we're going to read this. We're going we're gonna to go into all this stuff. We got all that stuff set up, and I don't want to go too far into it. We got a bunch of other stories. Major breaking news. A man took a dump on Nancy Pelosi's driveway. <laughs> hold, hold the horses. This is, this, Stop the engines. Yeah, this, this is huge. Breaking. <laughs> That's so I'm sure, gross. I'm sure huge tra- <laughs> news. <laughs> Actually, so when I first heard the story, I was kind of grossed out. I was like, what, what the? Why? What is? And then someone made a really, really important point. Yes. Uh, pooping on the street in San Francisco is legal. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Yeah. Why? They, because oh, homeless because people. Of the homeless population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, he got it, detained. He didn't get arrested. You know, I've heard it's not the poop that's dangerous. It's the stuff that grows on the poop. Bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so don't issue. fear the poop. I think San Francisco <laughs> is the only major city with a poop department. Like, it's like a, a like a fire department. Whoa. Like third world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we have like a fire department. We pay our taxes, and they, they're like, "Oh, there's a fire," and they come out and they spray it with water. Yeah. Well, San Francisco has a poop department. I'm oh, not joking. This is not. This is not a joke. This is not. This is not a joke. They, there's poop, and then they, someone goes like, "We got poop over here," and then the, the poop squad comes and the poop department, and they spray it and they clean it up. Poop patrol? It, well, it, I think they do call it poop patrol. Yeah. Whoa. But I think poop department is uh, feces department. You gotta you have it. it. You have to have one though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, do you you? <laughs> you shouldn't have to have <laughs> you don't one. Have one here. But they do need one. But we got a bunch of other stories too. Uh, Jim Cramer called uh, Nancy Pelosi crazy Nancy, mm. and we're gonna talk about. Um, mail-in voting being broken and everyone knows it and all the journalists know it but for some reason the political journalists are like Trump without evidence said mail-in voting works it's like dude we got it all busted up but I'll tell you what right now we're gonna we're gonna talk about what happened with the rioting we'll go through this stuff and I'll show you the uh, the arrest reports but Rasmussen found that a lot of people have experienced violence from these riots and it's gonna affect their vote and uh, the Atlantic wrote an article they've been they've been screaming in our faces the Democrats that if Joe Biden doesn't win they are going to get violent Get violent. Yep. That's kind they're of... gonna get more violent. Oh, okay, okay. They're gonna come and there they're gonna go. smash everything <laughs> up. So uh, let's 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 just let's jump right in. Before we get started, make sure you smash that like button, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, and tweet out hashtag Joe Must Show, followed by Joe Biden on the Rogan Experience with Donald Trump. Four hours. We demand it. It's gonna be great. And hey, share this share this video right now oh, yeah. with your friends. Correct. So Fire it out. Really trending. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So check this out. Yeah. First. Let's just let me just show you this right here. Check it out. This is from Lancaster Crime Watch PA. 
For those that aren't familiar, there was some rioting in Lancaster. And for those that aren't familiar because you live under a rock, there's been rioting sweeping across this country for quite some time. And it has a lot to do with Black Lives Matter, overlaps a little bit with Antifa. And whenever there's some kind of police shooting, regardless of the circumstances, people riot. Like in Chicago, there was a dude who, I guess he was shooting at cops and they shot back and injured him, like shot him in the shoulder. And then everyone just went out looting and rioting and destroying everything. (laughs) When did this start? Like Dude, a year ago? Six uh, months? I mean, it started in, in, in 2012 with Trayvon Martin, I guess. Okay. But then it's escalated to the point where it's like, you got people sitting there waiting, you know, and they're like, what's that? A shooting? For what reason? Who cares? And right, they run out the door. The, and when they, they fire back and they try and protect themselves and then there's a riot because of that. That's really Dude, weird. Lan- Lancaster, PA is a cop running away from the dude. The, the, so in Lancaster, the guy bursts out of his house with a knife and the cop runs and, and then the cop can't get away. So the cop turns and shoots the guy. Anyway, this resulted in rioting, of course. Well, a bunch of arrests got made. And according to the blaze and some uh, reporters on the ground, the cops did like a methodical, uh, you know, it, I don't want to call it a snatch and grab like the activists have been calling it because they were in marked vehicles. They pulled up and they were like, you're under arrest because you are rioting. And then they arrest these people. And uh, here's the latest we got. This is from Lancaster Crime Watch, I don't know how credible this is. But this does fall in line with a lot of other stories, and it has photos. So I do have a, a like the, the mainstream uh, story here, the local outlet, Penn Live, and it does mention all these same people. So check this out. They say, this is a press release. This press release has been edited to reflect updates of the information released to the public. Those edits updates for September 15th are booking photos that were not included in the original release have been added. Bail information that was not available at the time of the original release has been added. And of course, they have these uh, people's uh, information. So just, just very quickly, officers made a total of eight arrests. Uh, one, uh, it was 12. Whoa. The updated total is 12 adults and yeah. one juvenile. Wow. Mm-hmm. So some more related to the arson and riot outside of the police station. The arrests were made at approximately 0300 hours and shortly thereafter. So the cops roll up at 3 a.m. and arrest these people. So all suspects were arrested. All suspects arrested were transported to the Lancaster Bureau of Police Station for processing and to be held for arraignment. Four of the eight suspects are from outside of Lancaster County. Two of the suspects were armed with handguns during the protest and riot. Those handguns were recovered by officers after the arrests. Only Montague was charged with an offense related to illegal possession of a firearm. As of the time of this press release, not all the suspects have completed the booking process and their booking photos are not yet available. This release will be updated when those photos are available, not all suspects have been arraigned and bail information may not yet be available. All charges were filed by Lieutenant Phil Burkheiser. And before I show any photos, I have to stress innocent until proven guilty. It's entirely possible that the cops just arrested a bunch of people they knew were there and then everybody gets blanket charges. I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case because that would be speculative as well. But I just want to stress that sometimes people get arrested and cops give them charges and they maybe made a mistake or sometimes they falsely accuse people. It happens because I've uh, I've personally filmed them do this. But here we go. Check this out. First, we got this guy. This is uh, Jamal Sheriff Newman. One million dollars bail. Then we got this guy, Barry Jones. One million dollars. This dude, Frank Gaston, was actually on probation. So I guess Uh, he's just going back to prison. This dude is uh, Yashua Dwayne Montague. $1 $1 million. This guy, Matthew Moderman, $1 million. Now, this guy's important. Check this out. Charged with arson, institutional vandalism, riot, failure to disperse, obstructing a highway and other public passages, disorderly conduct, and defiant trespass. 
Additional counts of criminal conspiracy for all charges is included in the complaint. One million dollars. These people are not getting out. Tala Gessner, one million dollars. Catherine Patterson, one million dollars. Taylor Enterline, one million dollars. Look at all this. And then the rest of them haven't been arraigned yet. But here's the breaking story. So first, we got to focus on this guy, Matthew Moderate. This is the guy who's getting all the attention, and I'll show you why. But, but first, the Daily Caller, you want to you give that a quick read? Yeah, what sure. That, what does that say? Lancaster, peaceful after night of unrest following officer-related shooting. Huh. I wonder what would have happened that led to peace. Hmm. Could it be that at three in the morning, the police showed up, arrested the people who were engaging in arson and vandalism, arrested them, and then the judge said, you're staying here until trial? Yeah, there are some instances where cutting the head off the snake works. And I yeah, think th- this this kind of thing <laughs> this is, is well, an example. Yeah, in in Portland, they're just releasing them. So yeah, if you arrest, if a cop sees a guy and he's throwing firebombs and they arrest him, and the DA is like, mm, I didn't see a firebomb, and releases him, then they're going to go back out, and the cops are going to be like, Yo, that's the guy I arrested yesterday. And they'll be like, Hey, the cops aren't going to bust you if you come out with us tonight because they let us all go last night. Exactly. Yep. So, and and they, they they what do they call it? Um, I forgot what they called it. Uh, oh, I forgot. This. They, they they even have terminology for it explaining what it means when, uh, when you get arrested and then they release you immediately without charge wow. in, in Portland. Yeah, they've written about it. Oh. And so uh, that led to ongoing unrest. This is, really, this is a really tricky, tricky issue, though. I mean, people are innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that the left has been pushing has been cashless bail, where the idea is it's not fair to arrest someone, accuse them of a crime, they've not been proven guilty, and then you demand they pay if they want to get out of jail. And then in that case, would they get their money back if it turned out they were innocent? Yes, that's how it works. Okay. So it's like you you, pay, you put up 10% and then you uh, they, they release you. And then when the trial's over, you get your money back or whatever. And you can put up, you can, I think you can put up like a hard assets too. I'm not super familiar. But the issue is, I think it's fair. I think it's fair when the left says locking up poor people once they can pay is unfair because rich people can pay. Yeah. So, so sometimes the judge will be like, I understand this person's rich. So we're going to set the number really high so that. It's, you know, the, the idea is if you give all this money, you're not going to want to run away from it. So it should know? be like a percentage of your net worth or something. No, but, but the, the judges have that discretion. The judge will be like, this man's worth, you know, he, he makes millions of dollars per year. So bail set is a million dollars. You can easily put up the hundred grand. You're rich. And then they roll their eyes and go, oh, fine. But these people, they're probably all poor. There's no way they're going to pay that. So the judge was basically saying, I'm not going to let you out. That's great. But they're being, it, it's, it's interesting, right? So here's the security versus freedom problem. It's them basically being like, we're locking you up. You can't go. So even lo- even though even though you've not been proven to be guilty. A lot of what I've been seeing against this is that this is a violation of the Eighth Amendment. And I'd be curious for your take on that. What's the what is it? What's the excessive eight? bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel or unusual punishments inflicted. What do you think about that? Interesting. I mean, why didn't the judge just remand them because of the nature of the crime? I don't know. So that's 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 the other issue, too. It's like. While I can certainly say, you're right, Eighth Amendment, that's interesting. A million dollars? You know you can't pay that. That's insane. However, there's also, uh, we have courts for a reason. They look at this and they say, look, the cops are, are, are putting their word on the line that you were starting fires and were acting violently, and so you're not going to be let go, and then we'll have a trial to determine, you know, if you're guilty or not. It makes sense. If somebody if somebody stole, uh, you know, uh, a lollipop from a liquor store or something, they walked in, and they snatched it and they run away down the street and they get arrested for a petty crime. You get a citation or something. Usually the, some cops might not even arrest you. They might be like, give me the lollipop back, give it to the guy. Or they might be like, can you pay him? Sometimes it really does uh, work out like that. But maybe you're shoplifting and you get arrested. They'll say, OK, don't shoplift again. 
a lot of these people will still go out and do it, you know? And so the, I guess the challenge is we we're in this uh, circumstance where you have violent offenders. We want to we want to protect freedom and security, but we also want to protect our freedom and security as well. So what happens? You get caught at a riot. People are rioting. You ain't going to get let out. There's something to like a violent criminal getting busted and then going in and having like their bail set. But then when eight violent criminals do eight versions of the crime all together in the same night, it starts to become a kind of a, seems like a conspiracy. Like they're working together to do that. Yeah. Well, that's why they said conspiracy charges were added on. Oh, that's that great. was that was a local crime crime watch blog. So um, it, it was it was a press release. I, uh, I, I it, unfortunately, by the time we, we were looking at the bail, it was, you know, after hours, I couldn't call for a for a comment or anything like that. But here's where it gets interesting. So first of all, Lancaster was peaceful. Surprise, surprise. The cops were telling the truth. So you look at Portland, if they actually arrested the people and the cops were like, hey, these guys are setting fires. If you actually just held them in and said, we're not going to release you because you're violent criminals, you've been arrested. For, I mean, also, I just got to say, some of the same people were getting arrested over and over again in Portland. That's nuts. At a certain point, the judge is going to be like, okay, you've been arrested four times in the past week. I'm not letting you out. We're going to remand bail because you're a violent criminal. But so apparently one of these guys works. So uh, check this out. This guy, Matthew Moderman, uh, Moderman mm-hmm. works. And, and so this is also listed on Penn Live. They mentioned all the people got arrested. And uh, yes, Matthew Moderman, uh, Moderman is listed. And he does, in fact, work for a, a group called LNP Media Group, Lancaster Online. So LNP Media Group owns a site, uh, Lancaster Online. And they say it's the number one news website for Lancaster County with over one million unique visitors each month. That's crazy. A million uniques? There's probably people from outside of Lancaster who are reading this news. Well, the guy apparently works there. If you do a Google search, you will find that there is, first of all, LinkedIn, Oh, no, that's not him. That's someone else. LinkedIn, it shows Matthew Motter and LNP Media Group. What do you think happens if I click this, though? It's broken. I'll click. go right to his page. Oh, no, it's oh. not. Shocking. No results found. The page oh. you requested could not be found. Try refining your search or using... Well, hold on. What if I use a uh, cached version? Yes. There it is. Oh, snap. Yeah, see, I know how to... I know uh-huh. to pull that cache. You click the little down arrow, and then you pick the cached version. Yeah, man. And there we go. Matthew Moderin was a client services rep for LNP Media Group. Your campaign craftsman, former rugby ab- athlete, always learning. I can only assume that the same guy is the one who got arrested. There's probably a chance it wasn't. There is a chance. Yeah. But that's a safe assumption. assumption I think it's a safe so. assumption. And this is a uh, this this LNP Media Group. He did client services, but they do own uh, Lancaster Online. So this a lot of people were saying that he was a journalist with a, with a local news outlet. I don't think that's fair to say he's not a journalist, but he did work at this company. And so it's interesting. Then imagine if because because maybe it's not the case, but imagine you have this news outlet that has you do a Google search for their stories, and they don't really have anything much about Antifa. To be fair, I mean, maybe it's because Antifa's not really in Lancaster, but it does seem like a lot of their stories that do talk about the culture war and the conflict and the violence are actually pro-leftist. And so they talk about like there's one story about the Antifa hunter getting prison, you know, getting prison time or whatever, or getting jail time, getting arrested. And there are other stories about, you know, uh, white groups or whatever, but not nothing I could find about Antifa. And there's actually a letter to the editor saying, where is the Antifa coverage? Yeah. That was interesting to me. So I, I'm, I'm not insinuating anything other than I think there's a bias in the media. 
And when you got a guy who works for this company, at least that's what he claimed, he claims on his LinkedIn, assuming it's the same guy getting arrested, literally rioting, charged with arson, and then they pull his information off the website. Hmm. Yeah, you know what, man? These people are in the bag for the far left. This company? No, no, I just mean media in general. They're, they're urban centers. They're, they're the liberal elites. They, you know. I think if they had to pick a side, they would pick the far left. The unfortunate thing is they don't have to pick a side. And... They're just choosing to. They want, well, they want to. They want to because choose Because it's fun? Because it sells clicks? I think it's because people always choose a side. Even, even back in the day, you know, before the culture or whatever, there were sides. There was America versus Russia. Whose side are you on? Well, of course, everybody here, for the most part, was on the side of the U.S., but there were pro-communist people in the U.S., and it was really easy to pick your side. So everybody just wants to fit in. So if you're one of these people who just reads the news and you just watch CNN, you think the real world and normal normal people all hate Donald Trump. Everybody hates the man. How could he possibly win? But it turns out there's a, a large group of people who like Donald Trump and don't like the Democrats. Dude, it's amazing how your scope, like you can zoom in by watching something a lot and your scope like shrinks into that and that becomes your, your main size. But then you can like zoom out and see there's CNN, there's Fox, there's stuff like this, like in, in and right. But it's easy to like hyper focus and like, well, here's zoom no, out. It's 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 not so much about hyper focus. What I think is happening is that many of these people on the left are surrounded by people and they want to be normal. That's that's that they, they want to be the same. They want to be in the clique, right? Peer pressure. Well, I mean, not even necessarily peer pressure, just like uh, uh, in group, you know, yeah. in group versus out group. So if you're sitting in a room in a, in a newsroom and all the journalists are going like, <laughs> proud boys, am I right? <laughs> yeah, high five. Come on, do it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Trump is so uh, stupid, isn't he? He doesn't even do anything. Yes. And you're sitting there and, and you're like a, a marketing guy and you're going, yeah, yeah, Trump is dumb. <laughs> and you have no idea. But everyone around you, they're all saying the same thing. And so they watch CNN. CNN show made a choice. But now there's other ways to absorb media. And there's also Fox News. So I, I think people like this, they would choose the far left because they don't think it's the far left. They think it's normal and regular people. Wow. In their mind, everyone is out in the suburbs going Biden. Woohoo. Mm. When in reality, they're all going Trump, Trump, Trump. But they believe they're on the right side. Trump support this is a really interesting thing about media cons consumption. Conservatives are under no illusion for the most part. They believe there's a silent majority, but they're recognizing quite literally there are not a lot of vocal people supporting them. That's why there's the idea of the silent majority. They do believe they're on the right side, but they recognize there's a large group of people who, who hate them, who hate Trump, and the media hates them. It seems like it's like these, if you want to call it far left or whatever, but there's this group of like deluded people that think Biden's awesome or that think a bad choice is better than Trump. There's this group of those people. And then there's everyone else. And all these other people are getting called conservative. Yeah, isn't it crazy? But I'm in that group. I'm not like a diehard conservative. <laughs> not even you close. Look like, my you look like a hippie. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't it's fit true. with that yeah. far left, that narrative, that right. weird That's like, just let's just do the bad thing, man, because I'm so sad. Like that, that, The crazy thing to me is that there, there's so many people that I know from like Occupy Wall Street that I can't believe have found themselves wrapped up in this weird far left insanity. Because during Occupy, there were very few people who committed violence. Very, very few. I, I, I'm sorry. In New York, New York didn't have a ton, a, 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 like riot police and tear gas. 
They had cops wearing helmets and batons. They didn't even wear armor or anything. They'd have batons and they'd push. They wore gloves. The Occupy people, the, like the bulk of everything that happened during Occupy was running through the streets. That was it. And the cops would arrest people running through the streets. I always thought it, find it kind of weird. It's like a group of people are running through the street. Oh, no. And in 30 seconds, the cars can move on. But the cops would chase after them and then make arrests and people would yell. And there wasn't a lot of actual like attempts to hurt people. But there were some we called them. Uh, we just called them the black block, the black block anarchists. There was a small group of them. And I actually got one of the uh, organizers from Occupy hitting me up, asking me if I needed security to protect me from these people. This is one, like these are Occupy Wall Street people being like, hey, we love what you do. You know, uh, I wasn't this, this was back when I was like, I'm not going to just film things to make you look good. I'll film the police. I'll film the protesters. If they act a fool, then you get, you know, on camera. And they're like, we get it. We totally get it. And then when I started getting attacked by these what we would now call Antifa types, they were like, do you need security to help you to stop these guys from attacking you? And the idea was the mainstream press was lying about what Occupy was and what they were doing. And so they appreciated, even if it made them look bad, that I was down there and others were, were providing some kind of coverage that at least showed the truth, or at least as close to you, as you could get to it from just my lens. They actually protected me from these people. Today, there's a lot of these people that have just totally jumped on board with the lunatics running around smashing everything and attacking people. Yeah, and I think Occupy, man, we almost had the cops join us. I was there. You know, I was into that whole In New York? social. Yeah. I don't think the New York cops were going to join us. I, I think they, the police nationwide were very close to calling out the banking industry. And the, oh, yeah. But, but because of the violence of what we're seeing now, they're not anywhere near joining this. I, I was told by someone from Youngstown, Ohio. And I've never verified this. So if you're listening, you definitely want to fact check this. They said that in Youngstown, the police and the firefighters were in with the protesters. And the city was like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? And the firefighters were marching and protesting and the cops were too. And then all of a sudden, one day, the cops got every demand met. And then the cops immediately turned around and said, get out of here. Everybody disperse. Bribery is a powerful force. (laughs) Do not let yourself get bribed, my friends. Yeah. My mates. So, so, So anyway... Yeah, so the, 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 main reason I, the main reason I bring this up is we have these bubbles in media where they're all exciting each other. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced this phenomenon, either of you guys, where you get three people in a room and leave them in a room for a long time and you seed one person a negative story. You know, you tell them something like, you know, strawberries are actually bad for you. What? And then they all start talking about how they hate. He says, I hate strawberries. Yeah, me too. And then after a month of them just recycling the same anger and rage over strawberries, they end up screaming, destroy all the strawberries. And they're like smashing the walls and going to supermarkets and flipping tables. I'm exaggerating. The point I'm making is you put a group of people in a closed space where they can recycle this hate and spin it faster and faster and faster. And then they go insane. And is it something to do with an odd number of people where you have a majority always uh, going at a minority? No, I don't don't think that's it. I think there's a really great video by CGP Grey called This Video Will Make You Angry where it ta- he, he talks about how you have groups of people that claim to be opposed to each other, but really just share information among each other about how the other is bad and never actually interact yeah, with the other side. I would side. love to see people interact more, like Trump and Biden, or like people that Bro, do, That's po- what we need right now. Politics flows in one direction. If you are on the left, you are very likely going to be attacked at some point. And the right is sitting there waving you over saying, we don't care what your politics are, come hang out with us. The right actually has like, I shouldn't say the right, but they're like the anti-SJW. Yeah, that's actually what it is. Ha- actually has like a dirtbag leftists who are like, we agree on that. Like you can actually have someone who's very like progressive 
in this in, in, in an economic sense, agreeing with a hardcore Trump supporter because they think the left, the, the far left has gone insane. Yeah. Particularly like the cuties thing. Seeing like Marxists yeah. on Twitter be like, no. Yeah. And maybe we need stuff like that in society so that it gives us something to unify against, like to see how crazy things really can get. Like that's something we can all get down with. Maybe that's, that's, that's why Ozymandias man staged an alien invasion. Who's, who's Ozymandias? Yeah. Oh, from, that, that from ancient Watchmen. ruler? No, from oh, no. Watchmen. Oh. He staged the uh, he staged the alien invasion. Oh, yeah. False flag. Yeah. Right. So that everyone so that the Cold War ended and all that stuff. So uh, anyway, not to not to go off on a tangent. <laughs> Let's let we're, we we got we got to jump to the next portion of this. What what the riots will all turn into, especially when you have media outlets that are sitting in, in these rooms agreeing with each other. We hate Trump. We write it. Listen, I'll, I'll give you the short version. Writing about Trump in a negative light makes money. Mm-hmm. So newsrooms are constantly looking for negative stories about Trump that eventually catches some Antifa rhetoric into the mix. And now you have these newsrooms of clicks just spinning faster and faster because their editor was like, can you write anything about how Trump is bad? They're like, yes. Then they're sitting there and the, and the marketing guy is like, what, what happened? Yeah, did you hear? Like, <laughs> Trump's totally like worse than Hitler. Oh, he is like, that's crazy. And now you've got this rhetoric building up in the newsroom. And these people absorb this all day, every day, nonstop, because the bosses are like, it makes money. Keep feeding them, keep shoveling it in. And all they do is they're told, look for stories about Trump being bad. Eventually it blows up figuratively. So let's let's do this. Let's talk about what the, what this means uh, come election time. Before we do, tweet out hashtag Joe must show and uh, include Joe Biden must join the Joe Rogan podcast with Donald Trump for a four hour moderated debate. I wonder if Joe's going to be like, what's Tim doing? He's really pushing. This. Push it. I don't know. Should I be? Yeah, should I sure, be telling everybody? Should be. Yeah, yeah, we need more dude, debate. Dude, Joe Rogan said he would moderate this. And I hope he wasn't just, you know, like kind of saying it. I hope he was serious. He was serious. Because Trump was we like, find out. Trump said he'll do it. Yeah. That would be and great. it would be the greatest thing ever. So hashtag Joe must show. And that would be epic. That's what we need. Debate. He's a great listener, too. That's what makes him a good moderator. He doesn't yes. shove questions. Right. He, he but he does ask incisive questions. Oh, yeah. He's like, so what do you think about this? Somebody the fear said, factor guy. Somebody said the first thing that's going to happen is Joe's going to be like, why the F is pot still illegal? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Have you ever smoked DMT? Have you ever smoked <laughs> yeah, DMT? <exactly. laughs> They're both going to say no. Well, that? yeah, they'll probably both but, but, say but no. The reason why it would be so amazing is because you're finally going to hear questions asked of both of them. You wouldn't hear from yeah. anyone else. Psychedelics. That's a big conversation about Aliens, mental health right? robots Aliens, ai yeah. Neuralink. like what do you, you know what we're gonna get at the debates trump your policy on on uh, iraq has been to withdraw now biden you've also talked about withdrawing but you believe we need a small it's like i uh, get it he'll talk about pardons. They wrote it all down he just had snowden on the show today rogan did and trump agreed you know what that means that's crazy yeah. jo- joe's gonna be like yeah man you should pardon edward snowden yeah. And then Trump's going to be like, well, we're looking. He's like, well, you should look into it. You should also pardon Assange. And then Trump's going to be like, OK, well. And then Rogan's going to be like, didn't you say you loved WikiLeaks like back when you were campaigning? Like it's going to be real conversation. Yeah, that's what we need. Epic. It'll be so much fun. Anyway. I would love it. We were talking about riots. Yes. Oh, yeah. Smash the like button. Just riot. Because we will like riot. Yeah. Or we will riot. Right. Pound on the Rush table. It. Until the UFO collapses. No. <laughs> Smash that like button. Subscribe. And uh, get in your super chats if you want. We're going we're gonna to address super chats later. But we got this poll Ooh. from Asmussen. Oh. Check this out. 
So I'm sure uh, for those that are just tuning in, just for those that don't have the context, uh, you're aware that riots have been happening. We just went over how in Lancaster, they had these riots. Lancaster. Lancaster? I'm told. Lancaster. Lancaster. Oh, and it's pool up. We were saying that. Pull you up. Yeah. No, not. We can't pronounce words on this show. What do we look like? Pull up. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Thanks, Chad. Lancaster. Lancaster. Okay. Fine. Someone's tricking us. I think so. I think they're pulling the wool over eyes. But I've seen it a few times. Lancaster. Uh, I don't know. know. (laughs) Google it. Google the pronunciation. (laughs) Someone trying to pull a fast one on us. Anyway, there were riots in this central PA town, about sixty miles west of uh, of of Philadelphia, and uh, they did three a.m. raids. Gave these people a million dollars bond, and poof, the riots are gone. Yes. But so interestingly, one of the rebuttals, I guess, from the journalist class, which are totally out of touch with mm-hmm. America, has been the riots have been small. I can walk around my town and everything's fine. There's a video I love. It's this dude in like a wealthy area of New York, and he's filming himself fake crying, going, Oh, it's so miserable in New York. Look, people are eating sandwiches at restaurants and. People having ice cream. And then he pans a little more, and the ice cream shop is called Big Gay Ice Cream. And he goes, <laughs> gay ice cream. And then he's like walking, fake crying. And then he stops, and he goes, stop watching Fox News. You know why I think it's hilarious? Imagine going to, like, uh, a garbage dump, and then going to the front office where it's actually a building, and there's, like, a, a PlayStation, and the guy's sitting there, and he's playing games, and you're like, oh, it's, I'm at a garbage dump. This guy's got, like, he's got, like, a, a Coke machine. He's got PlayStation. It's so nice. And then out back, it's just flaming trash and garbage everywhere. You get these people who go to the wealthiest areas, and they're like, everything's fine. I'm atop my ivory tower, and I've noticed no problems with riding in the streets. Yeah, that's the, the Chinese Uyghur. Uh, people have been hitting me up on Twitter saying it's not real. It's Western media propaganda. We go, I've went to... Uh, was it Xinjiang? I think is the the place. and it's I I toured it's where I went. Nice. It was fine. Yeah. So that means that it's not happening. Potemkin uh, villages, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. So fake. here's the here's the poll. Here's the poll. They like to claim that everything's fine. That you know, look, the protests are in a small area. Well, check it out. Three out of four voters who've had violent anti-police protests in their community rate those protests important to their vote in the presidential election. Among these voters, a sizable majority like the job the president is doing. The latest Rasputin reports, National Telephone and Online, Online Survey finds that 42% of likely U.S. voters have had anti-police protests in their community this summer. Nearly half of those, these voters say the protests in their community have turned violent. Among all voters, 65% say the violent protests are important to their vote in the presidential election this fall with 41% who say it's very important. Among those who have had violent protests in their community, even more, 76% rate them important to their vote, including 54% who say they are very important. 63% of these votes strongly approve of the job Trump is doing versus 35% who strongly disapprove. Now I'm going to stop right there. Where are these, these uh, riots taking place? Are they taking place in the countryside? I don't think so. Are they showing up to like Amish town and like, Not you know, yet. No. no, no, are they showing up to like small conservative church areas? Uh, negative. No, they're in urban areas. Mm-hmm. They're in urban and suburban areas. And Donald Trump needs to win the suburbs. Interesting. Yes. Mm. It's very interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So these people who are answering this and saying they've experienced these violent protests, I'm willing to bet a large portion of them. It makes sense, right? Why it says 42% have had anti-police protests in their community. Yes, because the other 58 live in areas outside of rural areas, How right? How many people did they pull for this, by the way? 2,000? Like, uh, this is ridiculous. 
What do you mean? How many people got polled? I didn't get polled. One thousand. A thousand people. It's well, like that's, that's normal though. So okay, these numbers are just like you could almost call them irrelevant. Just I, I disagree. Um, first of all, I will say in the sense that the polls have been wild and outrageous across the board. Yeah, Rasmussen actually was the most uh, one of, if not the most accurate in 2016, as per the uh, the national popular results. They nailed it. They they but they got they got it right. When you measure a thousand people's beliefs, that doesn't mean that you just times ten it. They're people not, are so different everywhere you go. It's true. It's true. But they're not just call, calling a thousand people in New York and then being like, well, they're there we go. They're selecting a bunch of different areas and then grabbing a few people from each. And then they do. It's, it's, it's just it's how polls work. Inductive reasoning. So, I mean, you can argue the polls are bunk. I will. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's fair, actually, because we've seen a lot of bunk polls. In mm -hmm. fact, I was commenting on this earlier today. The real clear politics average for Trump. It's like plus three minus 17 minus six minus 14. And I'm like, what's with that insane swing? Because they'll, they'll pull like 2,000 people and then 6,000 people and 1,000. It's like there's 350 million of us. If you're no, going to pull one zero different, different trillionth of a percent of a population, you're going to get vastly inaccurate data. I, I disagree. I think, I think the polling they do, like they break it down and explain to you exactly how they did it. It's a, it was a survey of 1,000 likely U.S. voters conducted September 9th to the 10th, 2020. The margin of sampling error is plus three, minus three, with a 95 percent level, level of confidence. Field work, blah blah blah. They 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 go through all of this stuff, like they they break down their methodology for how they zoom in on one area, interview a couple people, and then zoom out and then look at other areas. So you, you can argue that it's definitely like a game of uh, Sudoku, where they're like looking at all these people and then trying to fill in the gaps. But there's a margin of error. What a lot of people don't understand is that the polls in 2016 were not actually all wrong. It was the pundit class that were like, if Hillary Clinton's up two points, Trump will never win. And then he did. And he lost the popular vote. And Rasmussen got it right. Rasmussen said she was going to win point, uh, plus two. Hillary Clinton plus two. So, look, you can argue that the polls are wrong. Or very small. But, yeah. uh, but uh, sure. But I think this makes sense. Um, and we'll extrapolate from there. So first, 42% of likely voters have had anti-police protests in their community. I think that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Because, because you got you to realize a lot of people are in densely pop, uh, packed, uh, you know, urban centers. So one, you know, you get 10 protesters marching through the street and 10,000 people are going to be like, whoa, we got protests on the street. And then you've got 58 percent, which are uh, suburb, uh, suburban and rural, who probably would never see these. However, a lot of the rural people are watching the news and going like, man, that's crazy. You know, sending the cops arrest these people. But the fact that, you know, so 48 percent said they turned violent. So that's like just shy half of those who saw a protest saw a violent protest. That's intense. Again, right. assuming the polls are accurate. Among all voters, 65% say it's important to their vote in the election. I, I have to imagine these people are probably suburban voters. I think if you take like a New York liberal progressive, they're going to watch the riots and go, woohoo, yay. And they're going to lie about it. And they're going to vote Biden because they hate Trump and it's tribalist. But you take suburban voters who don't know, don't care. Like, actually, a good example is this. Uh, the New York Times went to Kenosha and they interviewed some guy who was like, I don't know anything about politics and I don't care. But man, these riots. Wow, that's so messed up. Now this person's going to be going to the voting booth being like, I don't know, man, we need Trump to come in and just arrest these people. Right. You don't change your your chief of, uh, you know, your chief of command during a conflict. That's kind of, you know 
part and parcel for United States government, just government in general. You don't rarely change your commander in chief when you're in a war. And if people see this as a domestic war, they're not going to want to change their commander. I mean, it's it's that that's true. But imagine this. Let's say a Trump uh, Trump Biden debate. Perhaps on Joe Rogan, hashtag Joe must Joe. Yes. And, you know, Joe's like, yo, like we're watching videos of these riots, man. This is crazy. And then Joe Biden's going to be like, I condemn the riots. I called out the violence. And then Trump's going to be like, excuse me, you never said Black Lives Matter or Antifa. Excuse me, your campaign. No, no, Joe, your campaign bailed these people out. That's true. Dude, Trump's on the pulse. He's been following this stuff like a a search dog. Dude, Trump is the Internet's candidate. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's online. His staff are online. They're plugged into what people are talking about. The problem is the online left is 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 totally insane. I know they're crazy. It's so weird. Like I love Rachel Maddow. I used to really like her and appreciate what she does, but she just kind of went nuts with the RussiaGate stuff in 2016. Uh, yeah. and I was so so disappointed and like, where are you taking these millions of people, Rachel? Why? Why? Look at She's the broad like, scale. And they banned Alex Jones. And they, they, they banned him. I mean, the, the crazy thing about all that is when Alex Jones goes on and says, like, you know, people, the cell towers are, are mutating people into cows or whatever. He's, I, don't know. I watched the Joe Rogan podcast episode with him. He talked about, like, animal yeah. hybrids. Oh, it's yeah. Like, dude, I, I was in Sweden and I heard I'm, I'm at a Thai restaurant with, with my friend Emily. And we were doing this uh, this project. And all of a sudden we heard Alex Jones and we're like. What? What? And we turn around and there's three young dudes laughing as Alex Jones is like ripping his shirt off. People knew a lot of what he was doing was silly entertainment. It was like WWE. He's talking about crazy stuff that people found funny. But Rachel Maddow is she's a serious newswoman. Right. Mm -hmm. So when she comes out and says, Russia is coming to get you. Everyone's like, "Ah!" yeah, she's got a lot of people believe her like right on her every word. And I have friends from L.A. I was in L.A., you know, the heart of the liberal madness incubus at the time of 2012 <laughs> through 2016 it was where it was really really becoming insidious and they they love that girl out there so whether or not this will actually um whether whether people are really experiencing this stuff the viral videos i think are making their rounds so some people may not have actually seen a violent protest or riot i'm sure they've seen the videos of it though you know, I got a question that you guys can help me with. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm suffering from ivory tower syndrome because when I look at this stuff, I'm like, good, arrest those people, throw them in jail, don't let them out. Good. I want this to stop, arrest them all. And it's like, is that really the answer? Or am I just, I, I'm not, I'm not suffering right now. So I have no desire to go out and, and throw my body into a, into risk. Um, and am I, what suffering are these people undertaking? Uh, yeah, well, they're say. getting in front of rubber bullets. You know, they're taking a risk. Whoa, with their, whoa, 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 with their wait, like, so you, you wait, like, if you go out to protest and you want to wave a little sign that says something like, you know, I don't know, lower the cost of eggs, bread, and milk. Well, ah, you know what I realized at Occupy Wall Street? Going out there is not the way to protest. You use the internet. If you want to protest, make internet videos. You will change hundreds of millions oh, of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're doing right now. Ooh. Hashtag Joe must show. Joe yes. Biden, Donald Trump, Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. Uh, this is going to get so many. Oh, man. Whatever. I hope it happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look, if you go out and you wave a little sign saying the cost of milk is too, is, is too damn high, and slam the table, and then you're sitting there chanting, and then all of a sudden some dude lobs a Molotov, and you're like, that's crazy. I'm going to stay here with this man. Okay, well, then you're going to get hit with a rubber bullet, man. 
Yeah. Like the cops aren't going to be like, which one was it? They're going to be like, the crowd's throwing explosives and incendiary devices. I, I guess my question is, is there value to what they're doing? I've never, I've, I've never read this book, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Um, is there value and I'm just missing it because I'm in like the ivory tower right now? Well, well, well it depends on your definition of value. Uh, it, value in the sense of like, regardless of the intent, is there a positive? Is there something that will help? It'll get Trump elected if that's what you want. Maybe but it is. But to, to fix like the economic, if there's a caste disorder, is this, is this the way to do it? Or are they missing the mark completely? I think they're missing the mark completely. Uh, I think peaceful protest works. The scientific data shows that. And if they took all of their energy and just laid down in the street, then that's, that works. It does. It's a nuisance. A lot of people get annoyed by it. They get really angry, but it does work. And then what happens is the cops come in, they pick people up, the people put their hands behind their back, comply, meet with every officer, and the officer says, yeah, I get it, I get it, don't worry, you know, you'll be out in an hour or two. They get a slap on the wrist charge, the court says, congratulations, you got your mark of honor with the arrest, have a nice day. And then the news reports, you know, Broadway and, you know, whatever street was shut down because people blocked the intersection, and you get press attention for it. I think civil disobedience is the line. You are breaking the law, but we all kind of go, okay, we get it. And it's to get the attention of the lawmakers so that they change the exactly. law. So then the lawmakers seeing there's a, there's a lot, there's popular action here. They see peaceful protest and they think this is good for me. So then they go on TV and said, all of those people, they came out here and they expressed themselves and they did it right. They did it peacefully. We got to stand up for that. So I am announcing a change. We will lower the cost of milk, bread and eggs. Well, and everyone cheers. And it, and it does work. And uh, riots don't. Riots scare people and make them say, send in the troops. Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about value, if your value is Donald Trump getting elected, you should be thanking Antifa every day, saying, thank you for going out and destroying things, because it just proves Trump was right the whole time. I guess it's why is he getting elected? That's kind of almost as important. It may be not more important, but what do you mean? Like, is he getting elected because people are afraid and they want a military like um, what do you call it? Like a, a military government? Like martial law, is it, or they want to elect him because they love his policies and they want to support him to make well, like global peace. At this point, it's a little bit of both because a little while ago the economy was really good and everyone loved him for that, and now the entire country is up in arms because you know racial unrest and all this stuff that's been going on that's been so widely, heavily emphasized by the media and our politicians. So now we have both peace when Trump is in power and chaos when it looks like the left is going to get power. So who do you think is going to end up with the power if the voters are watching this and they're like, mm. what, what kind of, I'll start, I'm going to start with, with you, Lydia. What kind of person are you? If someone said to me, or I'm sorry, if someone said to you, if you vote for me, the violence will stop. But if you vote for, for Trump, the violence will continue. Make the right choice. Who'd you vote for? Make the right choice. Would you huh? would you vote for the person? You're gonna tell me what choice to make. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I didn't, not I didn't gonna say what the right choice was. I no. said make the right choice. Yeah, I will make the right choice. Thank so you. So you would. So 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 same question. If someone said, "If you vote for me, the violence stops," but if you vote for him, the violence will get worse. Well, a couple things. Define violence, and how will you stop it? Are you gonna level it, everything with a big explosion that? makes it nice calm and peaceful and end the violence that way because i don't want that or are you going to allow they did, they, no 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 joe, joe, joe biden didn't say he was going to make the violence at all they, they, they this war game they put out from the, the democrat war game and the never trumper war game said unless joe biden landslides there will be widespread violence yeah it's like a fear tactic it's nonsense also yes you can't you can't decide that ahead of time oh, here's the best can. part you ready for this yeah both trump and biden have said that 
Really? Oh yes. Gosh. Donald Trump has put out the, the, you know, in Joe Biden's America, don't let the Democrats take over. Oh, yeah. And, and Joe Biden and the Democrats have said it's currently Trump's America and there will be violence unless Joe Biden wins. So what about Weinstein, Weinstein's uh, unity? Unity platform. It's just a third party it's platform. Too, man. It's too soon to the election, I think, for it to get real traction. Yes. But we need somebody that doesn't act like that, like Tulsi Gabbard. Well, well here, here, here's here's here. It's, it's, it, that's not it. That's not it. I, I hear what you're saying. But I actually think Trump is right. How so? When Trump comes out and says that actually, I think they both might be right. Well, no. You know, Trump says that if Joe Biden gets elected, this is, you know, you'll get more of this because he's weak on all these policies. And I think it's a fair point. Antifa is taking advantage of him. So perhaps Trump is wrong in the sense that you'll see widespread violence. What you'll see is successful militant far leftists because Joe Biden negotiates with them and gives them what they want. You get Biden in, he's going to turn around and say, do your thing. And they're going to be like, here are the things we want. He's going to say, yeah, I'll give you half of it. So he's negotiating right now mm. and he's off. He's, he, he, he did like the Bernie Sanders pact or whatever, where it's not far left enough for the far left, but it's too far left for moderates. So if Joe Biden wins, the rioters probably will still be doing their thing, but he's going to give them what they want. So, yeah, you'll have violent lunatics going around, but they'll just get whatever they want. If Biden loses, the violent lunatics will start screeching because they're not going to get what they want. So they start smashing things. But I think either way, we're in for some. Either you know, way, you're still going to have violent lunatics out there in that mindset. That's why I think Trump is right. So it's not it's, I don't think it's the figurehead that's the problem. It's, it's no, definitely no. the class system. Look, you look at what's going on with, the, you know, uh, Trump's plans already deputizing Oregon State Police. I am the kind of person who says. Listen, you have a choice. Joe Biden says, I'm going to give them what they want to placate them. Trump says, I will, I will send in the police and I will have them arrested. I'll arrest them I all. No, I'm erring on the arrest side yeah, right No, now. no, right, you're not yeah. going to threaten me into voting for the other side. So when Trump comes out and he says in his ads, like, in Biden's America, this will happen. And the left is like, well, it's currently Trump's America and it's already happening. And I'm like, yes, emboldened by the far left and by Democrat politicians at local levels who won't enforce their laws, the DA specifically, Donald Trump has taken action to actually stop a lot of this. Some of it's worked, but I don't I don't care. You Even if even if Donald Trump isn't doing enough, you think Joe Biden would do more? Mm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, so it would be Kamala Harris pulling the strings and I don't like her military no. tactics. If I have the choice between the guy threatening me or I'm sorry, I've, I've, if I have a choice between Joe Biden saying I'm going to give in to, to a lot of the far left demands so that it all stops. And the other guy saying, I'll make them shut up by sending in cops and arresting them. I'll say, go arrest them. You, you're not going to, you're right. not, you're, you're not going to, I'm not going to negotiate with these people. Yeah. You, ooh, that's a slippery slope to negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. And, and what do you think these people are doing to get what they want? Yeah. So that's, that's the issue. In Joe Biden's America, I do think, I think Trump, it, look, they're both to an extent being like, ooh, violence if you vote for the other guy. And it's, it's, it's. I guess you can't distill this properly in a short ad. In Joe Biden's America, you will have the morality police. You'll have the people knocking on your door saying, mm, that rap music is cultural appropriation. I'm being a little hyperbolic. I'm exaggerating quite a bit, but we're getting to that point where the CDC already has, tw- uh, what is it, 1,200 people, mm-hmm. you know, wanting a race racism to be declared a national health crisis or whatever. Oh Just like, gosh. yeah, we, we've seen like 40 cities declare racism a health crisis. State of Colorado. Colorado, the whole state did it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to live in a place like that. Yeah. That's, that doesn't make sense. What does that mean? What do you do to stop that? I have no idea. Racism, like we, we've already made institutional racism illegal in 1964. It's like we, we did it. We stamped it. We're done. 
Now, there's a lot of other issues that we can you can we can start fixing remnants of historical racism and things like that. I'm all for that. I'm, I'm a bit of a lefty in that regard. What they're doing is not they're creating more segregation. I mean, I'll tell you right now under. So we, we see a lot of segregation happening. Uh, you saw the UM University of Michigan Dearborn thing, yeah, dude, where they were like non POC only virtual event or something freakish. And then they like rescinded on that. Well, they apologized for their terminology, but they're still doing. The, I don't know. I think they're still doing it. They just said, we're, we're sorry about the terminology. And and, it's a non POC place, but POCs can come like that's just weird. to well, call someone a person of color. Like, come on. Don't I don't I, listen, put someone listen. in a category like that. You got California repealing the civil rights law. You got things like that. You got the town of freedom in Georgia where oh, a yeah. bunch of black people are like, it's, it's not necessarily a black only, but white people can apply. That's what you will get more of under Joe Biden. What people don't realize is that Trump only just it's 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 we're coming on, on the end of his first term and he just banned critical race theory. He's spoken about spoken out against these things and his base is demanding he does more and he likely will. And he's not a fascist. That's ridiculous. I like it. And and I've I've seen, uh, you know, he made a comment on Fox and Friends about how he wanted to assassinate Assad. And that is horrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. Who said that? Trump did. Oh, my God. In 2018. And Matt has stopped him. And I'm like, oh, but. I think Trump made a lot of mistakes. You know, John Bolton, mm-hmm. uh, foreign policy stuff. Uh, yeah. However, we have three historic peace agreements. That's pretty cool. Uh, the That's thing is, too. Biden is so bad. He's such a bad choice. He was a laughable mistake in 2008. Just mm-hmm. a goof of a ridiculous mistake. Why was he even up on that stage? And Obama, for some idiotic reason, put him as his VP. I still have no idea why he did that. He was the least horrible or the least likely to say yes to everything Obama wanted. He's just a yes man. That guy is a nut. He's a, he's a, he's a lame, <laughs> sub-intellect, uh, liar, and cheat. He, he's a plagiarist. And now he's getting going into cognitive decline. And this is what he, Trump's up against. So, yeah, he's the worst absolute. So what's really interesting to me is when you talk about somebody's America, why don't you talk about the person who's been in a position of power for... 47 years that's a good instead point. of the person who's been in power for three and a half years this has been joe biden's america it was for eight years and he did it's been nothing for 47 years yeah, this is joe biden's in, america yeah he's been in office and, and when and i know they both said this is going to be the world that we live in after this person's elected but with joe it's like a promise that more will come whereas with trump he's like look what's look what's what look at what's happening right now we're taking care of it. So I think it's a different directionality from each of them. Like Joe's like promising more of the same, more or less. I think this car- I, I think this cartoon right here sums up oh, all yeah, that you need to see. Yeah, yeah. This is from George Alexopoulos. He's G Prime eighty five on Instagram and Twitter. And this is just excellent, excellent artwork. It is the first panel, Joe Rogan. All right, gentlemen, we hydrated, caffeinated, ready to begin our four hour debate. The next panel is Trump looking up, smiling with rosy eyelashes, and there's bright colors bursting behind him. <laughs> then a, a worried-looking, sweating Joe Rogan who looks over, and Joe Biden is sleeping. <laughs> and it's like a decrepit. This is amazing art, George. This is really great stuff. I love the colors. And just like, look at Biden. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, that sums it up. Okay, so this does reference what we've been screeching about the whole time, Joe Rogan getting this debate between the two of them. But, the, but there's more here than just the debate. It's this, these, this image of Trump and Biden is a caricature. It's an exaggeration. But it's an exaggeration. It's, it's, it's emphasizing the, 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 these people way, way more. Trump, you know, 
egotistical chin up, mm-hmm, you know, smug looking, smug looking face. Mm, you know, he does that. And he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Joe Biden sleeping and snoring and looking awful. It's an exaggeration. I suppose, you know, if it was more negative Trump, you could have made him look t- bloated with tiny hands or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's an exaggeration of Trump as this like, mm-hmm, you know, arrogant, yeah, you know, smug, fa- more famous, more money and more. Look, and the first one, you can see him smiling and looking over like, yeah. yeah. And Joe Biden. <laughs> it's amazing. What? I think, you know, the left would look at it the other way. They'd see Joe Biden, like, Bored. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like, oh, do I really have to do this? And Donald Trump whining and pounding on the table. Yeah. But that's a caricature based on media lies about Trump. The, the crazy thing about Trump is that the media makes his portrayal of him like a whiny baby. And I'm like, Trump can be that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I really Definitely. don't think Trump cares about this stuff the way they act like he does. They're like, did you see how mad Trump got because his ratings were bad? I'm like, Trump probably didn't even think anything of that because he was watching Fox News. So it's like CNN comes out and they're like, Donald, uh, the RNC's ratings were lower than the Democrats. <laughs> Trump is mad. Am I right? Woo-hoo. Half five. In reality, Trump's watching Fox News and Fox is going, when you combine TV viewership with online, the RNC trounced the Democrats and Trump's like, all right. Sounds good. Yeah. So they, they act like he's mad. He's probably not mad. So anyway, let's do this. Let's 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 talk a little bit about what's going on with the voting. First, I'm going to start by uh, pointing out you should all tweet hashtag Joe must show Joe Biden must go on the Rogan podcast with Donald Trump. I wonder I wonder if we're causing trouble for Joe by keeping push keep constantly pushing it. We are so. definitely helping. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hashtag Joe must show. Also, don't forget to smash the like button. Get your super chats in if you would like. But uh, we, so let's let's do this. Let's what's what's going to happen. What's going to happen in uh, uh, November? Check out the story from Fox News. Democrats might not accept election results if Trump wins. Street battles could ensue. Atlantic writer, they're not even hiding it anymore. Trump 2020 deputy communications director said the Democrats, in my opinion, will not accept the results. The Republicans, in my opinion, will not accept the results. It doesn't matter whose side you're on. Both sides are not going to accept the results. Would you would you both agree? Yes. You think so? Sorry. I I hope they do. But you, I mean, it's with mail-in voting. You really, I don't. No one has to accept anything until all the mail-in votes are counted. I would like you to read this headline for me, uh, Ian. Well, this says Pennsylvania mail ballots can't be discarded over a signature. What does that mean? <laughs> well, would you like to read the? Can, can, can you read the first paragraph? I sure can. <laughs> let me let me put on my glasses and then I can do it from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're not wearing your glasses, so hello. Uh, yeah, from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the AP reports. With concerns rising in Pennsylvania that tens of thousands of mail-in ballots will be discarded in the presidential election over technicalities, officials in the presidential battleground told counties they aren't allowed to reject a ballot solely because an election official believes a signature doesn't match the one in the voter's file. Whoa. <laughs> so wrong signature, doesn't matter. Yep. Who's going to accept the results of this election? No one should. There's going to be a ballot, and it's going to be from John Doe. And it's going to be like this beautiful cursive signature. And they're going to look at the file. And it's going to be and this, and the file is going to be like scriggly left handed garbage. And they're going to be like, looks good to me. You know, signatures are a weird form of security anyway. I agree. Because anyone could forge my signature. They so change. what do you do? Fingerprint? I don't. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, do you dip your finger in that weird ink and then onto the paper. Maybe. How do you do fingerprint analysis? Right, and how, do you, anyway? how do you acknowledge that it's your fingerprint from a distance? DNA. Everyone has to take a, a, a drop a of knife. blood. <laughs> a drop of blood? Oh, a full, no. A wash. Slice the hand and just put your <laughs> yeah, bloody hand something print. like that. I'm just kidding. Sign your name in your blood. Barcode. <laughs> like, about a clump of hair and slap it on top I like and then spit on it. Toenail clipping. Maybe, <laughs> maybe fingerprint. Maybe fingerprint. 
along with a signature? Dude, dude, dude. Oh, no. Bro, what are you, some kind of Republican? I hope not, but the maybe. Demo- <laughs> well, listen, listen. The Democrats are saying get rid of voter ID. The Democrats are saying little... get rid of voter signature verification. Really? What? How else do you verify it? They don't want it. That is weird. You're sitting here talking about more security like some kind of Republican. Oh, my <laughs> Look at this God. hippie guy. <laughs> what have zoom, I become? Zoom in. <laughs> this hippie-looking guy, long hair. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. There you go. He was. He's correct. Yeah, and he they st- hated that guy. He started that party. I'd be yeah. at that party. That and then like they killed party. him for it. Well, well for the, John Wilkes Booth did. Yeah. He was famous. Do you know that? Yeah, he was like a real famous actor. That's crazy. Could you imagine if like, you know, like Alec Baldwin? <laughs> uh, yes, I can. Oh, my God. Breaks gosh. into the Oval Office. <laughs> and, totally and he's totally But he's dressed like Trump, like from that costume. And he's like, I got to put an end to this. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of like what that was, wasn't it? He was like a really famous actor. He was a, he was a famous stage actor. He's a celebrity. Whoa, that's and that's how he had access, I guess. Interesting. So look at this. I, I got more stories, man. Mail ballots can't be discarded over signature. It's not just that they're saying it's good to go. They're saying that people need a, ch- a chance to fix it. But come on, man. If you, if, if like, to, to quote Joe Biden, come yeah, on, you man. You sounded just like <laughs> him. Come on, man. Look at it this way. Let's say you look at a signature and there's like someone counting ballots and they look at the signature from the ballot and they look at the, the signature on file and it is clearly not the same handwriting. They should be able to throw it in the trash. But they don't have to. Now they can't. They can't. Oh, they can't. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is you can go back to the person and ask them to fix it. Okay. If somebody signs, you know, and then you look at it, it's kind of the same, but you can't tell. That makes sense to be like, okay, this, does, this looks different, but we're going we're gonna to send it back to the person to fix. That's going to delay the election by what? Several weeks to months? But like when I, I fill out forms, I was just filling out a form recently for like my license and uh, my signature, I just did it a little wrong. It didn't look like my normal signature, but they're going to accept it. Right. So what happens when the signature is wildly different and now they can't reject it? Well, that's that's screwed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would they just have to accept it? I, well, th- I guess they'll send it back to the oh. person and then... Okay, so it's going to be another four weeks before we... And then we get what? We get Pelosi president, interim president Pelosi? Yeah. Wow. Because oh, someone will gosh. send it back and it'll be the wrong signature again. And then, and then what's she going to do? Fire Trump's people oh, or what can she do? can't have Pelosi as president. Oh my Is God. that really That's, what would happen? If, she, if, if, if the House election goes the way it's supposed to and the, the presidency gets jammed up, Yes, she becomes president on January 20th. No. Well, maybe if, that's the president America needs right now. No. Crazy so Nancy. We can all see how crazy things are. <laughs> nah, nah. But, 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 but hold on. But wait, there's more. I want you to stop there. Uh, actually, this is the wrong story, but it's interesting nonetheless. I never considered voting for Trump in 2016. I may be forced to vote for him this year. More than 20,000 mail ballots were tossed out in Pennsylvania's Speaking 2020 primaries. Of Pennsylvania. That's half of President Trump's margin of 40,000 votes in the state in 2016. Whoa. Huh. Hmm. What, what is this story? Democrats are more likely than Republicans to mail in ballots early, according to a poll. It just mm-hmm. feels like they're prepping us for all of this insanity. They're telling us. Well, the Democrats are going to send in more ballots. That way, that, that's why it makes sense that if Trump wins, he didn't really win. We'll find boxes. Yeah, we'll go look for boxes until we find enough votes. Find. And if the signatures don't match, doesn't matter. They're good. I mean, we need internet voting. This is the year that's going to show. We have to have online secure voting. But how do you secure online voting? Well, like we were saying, blockchain's a little risky because they can do coordinated attacks. So so some sort of decentralized service that maybe it's not a blockchain, but like a DAT protocol or something. Someone could easily break into that, dude. The problem with, with, with cybersecurity is that you got, what, what about 7.2 billion people? Yeah, something like that. How many, how many of these individuals, it's a distributed computer, and they're all trying to crack the code to break mm-hmm. into our secure voting system? Somebody's going to find yeah. it. But this is also horribly in, insecure. 
Yes. So it's like the lesser <laughs> of two evils. Now, hold on. It, it, it's, it's, it's been bad for a lot of reasons, but we can secure it. You know, we need, we need to secure our voting, uh, voting machines. They need to be checked better because they're easily hacked. And we need to, I don't know, have voter uh, signature verification and ID cards. So right now you go to a polling place, you put it into a computer, and then that data is transmitted to a server somewhere? No, I think it goes on a hard disk. So they like still pull like, out a hard but disk. it's still data someone could tamper with easily, very easily. And yep. so I, the way I see it is, we're going from a thirty percent quality Bro. to a thirty-eight percent quality or something. If you do internet-based voting, one dude in Russia is going to be like, "Here we go," and Hillary Clinton's president done. I would imagine if you had like a blockchain or something that you could follow the trail of changes. So if someone tried to tamper with it, you would see it. They'd change the whole chain. Man, you might be. I, I'm just not an expert, but I, I can't imagine I'm, there's listen, anything other than that that would be better than this. When you have physical ballots. There are challenges because this is why the, one of the reasons the Electoral College is so important that it's often overlooked. Uh, it's, it's a really great argument, too, that people don't bring up. If all that matters is New York, L.A. and Chicago for because of the popular vote or California, then it's really easy for one person to forge a ton of votes in one area to make it seem like they all came from California because there's more people there. And that makes sense. With the Electoral College, they'd have to forge votes in every single state in different counties so that the state wins there for their candidate get it security advantage yeah so with the national popular vote you need only rig one election with electoral college vote you need to rig 50 elections it makes it much much more difficult to steal yeah and people again people don't talk about it it's one of the most important reasons why we have the electoral college what if you had like an online local election thing where there was a bunch of local counts and then they were all like calibrated or collated in the the speed at which you can you can alter and transmit data over the internet is 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 rapid it would be like the difference between getting a physical newspaper printed and sent to your house and pulling up the website the moment the person writes the story it's right there in front of you with the paper they write the story then they print it on the page and then they set it to this you know they they send the uh, the design to the system they print out all the papers put them on trucks deliver them to various you know distributors or houses or whatever finally get your paper it took a day to do and a lot of work a lot of people involved it's very difficult to get you a physical piece of paper. It's very easy for them to press enter and send you a, a, a story. And they have security on their website. They do. And someone could easily hack their accounts, and they've done it. We recently saw high-profile Twitter users get hacked. And Twitter's got security. Imagine if they had to go to that person's house, all of these celebrities, and print out statements from them and give them out. Well, first, it would take six months. And that's a big problem. Because we don't have six months from November 4th to figure out who the president is. Right? Maybe that's their goal. Their goal is kamikaze. Just if, if, they, if it can't be them, then no president at all. Fire Whoa, everything? Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. More than that. Just no, no president. We just, we're just not going to have one. Just going to make it draw it out as long as we can until Nancy Pelosi gets into office. <sighs> yeah. Um, it could be Chuck Grassley if she doesn't get reelected. I don't know much or about Or if the Republicans win the House. So, so, this, so a lot of people keep saying President Pelosi, but it's possible that the House flips Republican. And then you get a Republican speaker and he be in the Republican. But it's an, unecti- an un- unelected official. Uh, nobody, I don't think anybody really wants, uh, most people probably don't want an unelected official to become president. It would president. be an interim president emergency. And, and then, but they would stay as the president until the resolution. Yeah. If it was a Republican, though, the Republican would probably clear it up and favor Trump and Pelosi will probably favor Biden. I don't know what they can do as interim president, though, to actually affect what's going on with the election. Probably a lot. There's going to be tons of lawsuits. We're not going to know who won. And I, in the meantime, there's like postal postal office employees throwing out bags of de- of mail. Like, isn't there? Wasn't that's there been happening? Article? I know these are contractors, though. 
So that, we have contractors handling our mail. Yes. That's like our vote. Our, <laughs> that's even worse. Private companies are handling our our mm-hmm. our presidential votes. I have great in this. confidence in this. I system. don't. I don't know how that works, but there's no chain of custody at the post office. Why am I going to give them my? I'm not going to give them my vote. Are you nuts? But so many people are. It's terrifying. All dude. the Democrats are. It's it's really weird. It uh, makes sense because the post office union endorsed Biden. Oh, that's even worse. Could you imagine? That's what, that's what I tell people. Like, uh, imagine you're a Biden voter and and a, and a guy shows up to your house with a MAGA hat on, saying, "I'll take your vote for you. Give me your dude, give me your vote. I'll take care of for you." People are going to be like, "Get out of here! I don't know. I'm not going to give it. I'm, I'm going to give you my I'm vote." Like begging the universe for online voting. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's probably less secure, man. It's too late. Uh, I don't know if it's less secure. Equally it's, it's hard as insecure, but it's fast. It's hard. I I don't know. It is fast, but it's easily exploited by 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 you know uh, people in other countries. But we can like get our driver's license online. Hey, Bucko, you can get some water at my house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he right. can't. He can't get any water out of that thing. See if you can. Good luck. So, so you can do so, a lot so, of things online that are like high security stuff. I can get a credit card online. I, you know my. My, my personal information. Why not voting? It doesn't even seem like that big of a deal. Because it can be exploited very easily. All these other systems can be as well. China hacked a whole bunch of like social security numbers or something. So now they have like everyone's personal information. It's a big deal. Oh, great. Yeah. So uh, look, man, I like the idea, but I just I just don't see it. Not right now, at least. One step at a time. Because uh, cyber defense is very difficult. Cyber offense is extremely easy. Because you, you, can't, you can't physically see where the holes are and where the water, you know, the leak is coming from. So people find a way in and you might not, they, they'll, they'll cover their tracks. You'll never know how to, you, you might not even know they breached the system. You might, like even now, I bet, I, I have very little faith in our election, our mm-hmm. elections. The only reason I'm willing to vote this time is because Trump winning in the first place proves that voting actually had an impact. Yeah, it definitely Because they're freaking out. They're like, oh no, what happened? So I'm like, okay, I guess voting matters. But now I think they're cheating. I mean, look at this stuff with mail-in voting, dude. It is, it is beyond insane. Uh, Will Chamberlain is a great tweet. He said, in-person voting is high integrity. Absentee voting is high integrity because you request the ballot and they know who's getting it. Universal mail-in bo- voting is low integrity. And if you are trying to reduce the integrity of our elections, we can only assume it's because you intend to cheat. Yeah, why would they? It's, it's, because, it's because of COVID? Joe Biden just voted in person. Okay, that's Joe, great. Joe Biden voted in person. Burks and Fauci both said we could vote in person. There's no reason There's to have no universal excuse. mail-in voting. You, by the way, you were right. He couldn't get the water. He tried, cool. though. It was oh, too no. low. He was, gonna, he was trying he's to knock got, the cup he, over. He, uh. Bucko's been, he's been doing catnip, so he's tripping. He's <laughs> tripping a little bit. <laughs> he's yeah. on the journey he's like, right now. oh, man, I need water. <laughs> I need water. <laughs> My friends, we got we to gotta jump to this more important story, though. Oh. So uh, before we do, the hashtag is Joe must show. Mm-hmm. And make sure when you tweet it, you also include Joe Biden must join the Rogan experience with Donald Trump for four hours of a moderated debate. It will be the greatest thing ever. You know what? I just feel like it's not going to happen because it would be too good to be true. I feel well, like we deserve it. Stuff like we deserve it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I do. After 2020, we deserve it. <laughs> I think Sometimes so. the too good stuff does happen. And it is 2020. Yeah. I rule nothing out. And I mean, well, what if at the very least we just got Trump on the Rogan experience? That's what we need. That'd be awesome. I'll too. take that, I guess. Yeah. But I really want them both because it would be an unprecedented level of authenticity in our, from, from you know, presidential candidates. Yeah. And, and then you, you'd have uh, Joe being like, what about this war stuff? And then like, classified. I can't talk about it. 
And like, um, Joe, that's why I thought you talked about Biden. You were talking about Rogan. Um, when when Biden and Mike Pence like elbow bumped, that was like, cool. That, yeah, that was, was cool. Nice, we could yeah. see that level of humanity from Biden and and Donald. You know, a lot uh, of people took it to a negative place, saying. Uh, so for, uh, for those that aren't familiar, on nine eleven, Biden met with like they, they, Biden and Pence were both at this uh, memorial, and they both smiled and they gave each other like a forearm bump, and you know they were happy. And I, I respect that. I really do. I wish we, we were more together, you know, more unified. And uh, it's sad that we're not as a country. A lot of people said, see, this proves that they're friendly with each other. And One that, party system. And, th- and then they, tr- yeah, they try and exploit us for donations. And I'm like, no, it just shows that there's still a level of civility left. And I, <laughs> I'm hoping it's not being going to be torn apart. I was afraid like um, that showing Biden's humanity would give him a better chance of getting elected. But m- from my experience, allowing all parties to thrive lets the best candidate win. Uh, well, I got bad news. My friends, the civility is 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 coming undone. Keep this going. Is, this is a, a horrifying and tragic story. Oh, I'm terrified. I bring you now to San Francisco to the vile streets. No. Where a YouTuber was detained for defecating in Nancy Pelosi's driveway Ooh. during live stream. What has become of our great nation? On live People. stream. <laughs> what Ew. platform was he streaming? How did they to? get away with uh, this? <laughs> so apparently this guy's homeless. Oh. And he was okay. making a point about Pelosi. Oh. And he said that was for President Trump. And I'm just like the video Poopalosi was watched watched nineteen thousand times before it was removed from oh, YouTube. My he called the incident a peaceful protest. Yeah, he should have called it a biohazard. <laughs> so I I, I I said after this guy on Twitter because I'm like I, and, and you know okay maybe I should chill a little bit but come on man you know come on come, come on man <laughs> come on man don't poop on people's stuff yeah that's, i mean it's her driveway that's fair no i just don't like the idea of protesters going to people's houses and making a thing of it because the left is the left has been doing that and you're 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 just if, if we're going to play this game where the left and the right are like all right we'll one-up each other dude it's why the kings built castles in the first place because the people would go to their house so they're like we need walls it's just they, coming full circle you mean but like small castles well at first they would be able to keep like yeah. they build a wall and then they build a bastion around their keep, which is like a wall around their walled house so that you really got to keep get the in. peasants out, man. I know. You know the peasants. Disgruntled peasants will go to the leader's house. And apparently poop on it. So that's, All right. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we've got to we build got, castles in the sky. We got to figure out islands. We got to figure out what's going on at the core of this scandal. Yeah, the I want to know. Poop, uh, poop gate. <laughs> Pelosi poop gate. I don't know. Uh, so they say the live stream shows a man known as Mando walk to the house to the house speaker's home. Stand in the driveway, survey his surroundings, hmm. and then squatted and defecated in front of the home. They say uh, uh, Mando said that his comment about Trump was satire, and he supports the president's accomplishment, but fears America is becoming one big burned-down city. In a subsequent video, Mando said he was detained by officers of the Bay Area Rapid Transit Police. It was scary, man. They asked me about Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris and how I joked on the stream that if she lived in San Francisco, I'd S on her house too. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't having playing. <laughs> it oh, was scary. No. I thought my life was over in that moment. He told his viewers. They kept asking me, are you this? Are you that? Are you Antifa? And the Capitol Police were definitely watching my channel because I could hear them on radio like, tell him to turn off the stream. What, do you, what is this cat doing? He wants to play. He's yeah. stupid. A BART police spokesman, a spokesperson told the New York Post that law enforcement officials do not have additional information re- to release on his detainment. I guess he didn't get arrested. Oh, wow. Because it is legal. It's legal to poop on someone's property? But I guess it's because 
they they decriminalized pooping in general in the streets. Oh, this is San Francisco. Yeah, and, and San, that, that's that's Pelosi's district, uh, man. Don't poop on my house if I move to San Francisco. Seriously, don't, live, don't, San Francisco. don't, don't move don't to San move Francisco. Yeah. I, I lived there once, dude. I went to San Francisco. We went down to look at a house. I left my bag in the car. We went into the hotel, or the apartment. I came out and my, our window was car window was shattered. My bag yep. was stolen. That sounds wow. right. was my welcome. Sounds like that sounds like SF, man. Yeah. yeah welcome. So Mando apologized to Pelosi in a now deleted tweet, writing that he wasn't proud of his actions. Yeah, and he harbors no ill will toward the Democratic politician, saying, I know you may not ever see this, but I want you to know I meant no foul harm yesterday when I did what I did. I'm not proud of it at all. And I just would like for you to know that I have no ill will against you or anyone in elected officials position. I think he's just saying that because he got detained and got freaked out when they were like, why are you? Oh, public, he's like, I just had to go. I didn't I didn't mean I guess I guess he said he actually is homeless. Okay. I and mean, so what are you going to do? It doesn't seem malicious. Was it, would you consider this malicious? Um, no. Mischievous. Mischievous? Definitely mischievous. Yeah, that's a better way to put yeah, it, I, I guess. So. But yeah, it doesn't seem malicious. It doesn't seem that doesn't, mean. He didn't seem angry. I mean, I'm just reading context. You know? I mean, I think the internet creates these things, and we got to be careful about it because... The only reason he did is because he knew he could film it and send it, send yeah, it out. And now he's going to get and now everyone's talking. viewers like, go fund me. Right. Go fund me. Yeah. Fund <laughs> help, the poop artist. Help, help me travel across the country. <laughs> to poop. things. Tell me <laughs> where to poop next. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we got another an, another story in the in the uh, Pelosi saga. Oh, boy. I can't believe this one. This one oh, is, yeah. is hilarious. This is CNBC's Jim Cramer calls Pelosi crazy Nancy to her face, then blames Donald Trump. The dude... Freudian slipped. I think he did it on purpose. You think he did it on purpose? Yeah. I don't think so. I, that's what I read. So when we he's to it. he's talking to her, and he's like, "How are we going to get?" What, what, okay, here we do. They, do they have the quote. Uh, they don't have the actual quote. It just says, "Sorry, that was the president." Where's the actual quote? Come on, come on, come on. Uh, nah, he, he they, that's that's stupid. You need the actual quote to understand the context. They say. CNBC's Jim Cramer called House Speaker Nancy Pelosi crazy Nancy to her face Tuesday morning, utilizing the nickname President Trump has given her. Sorry, that was the president, Cramer immediately said after the slip. I have such reverence for the office, I would never use that term. Pelosi, Pelosi laughed and said, but you just did, but yeah. you just did, and then called Trump the master of projection. What? So then Jim Cramer went on like a tweet spree. It disgusts me that she is called crazy Nancy. She has spent her whole life in public service. My critics didn't listen to why I mentioned it because it's, it is horrifying. Nah, he slipped up. Does he like Donald Trump? I can't tell. I, I don't he... know. I mean, he did say before COVID the best numbers of our lives okay. in terms of the economy. So he's kind of nonpartisan. Maybe. I don't know. No, he's calling what Trump says horrifying. He says, did anyone bother to listen to the whole interview? It was about how horrendous it is that the president calls Speaker Pelosi crazy Nancy. It is so unfortunate and ill-advised. The people criticizing me must ha not have realized the point. Never should she be called that. Nah, he slipped up. He definitely slipped up. I, I thought up. he did it, and then he was like, oh, that was Donald Trump. So, you know what I mean? You know, I, well, we I, can, I would never. Oh, cool. We can play it. I can, I can try to make it play. So uh, let's see. Let's see if we can make this play and you can actually hear what he said. Between you and I think Secretary Mnuchin, I mean, what deal can we have, at Crazy Nancy? I'm sorry, I, that, that was the president. I, I, I have such reverence for the office, I would never use that term. But it is but hard, you just did. isn't it? Oh, come <laughs> but on. you just did. You know what I mean. He slipped up. Oh, he's, I, he's, he's, he slipped up. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there. You think, initiative. On, you think he did it on purpose? <laughs> you think he did it on purpose? Yeah. Why? Because making a point about how gross it is 
Oh, you th- he made himself look like a bad guy to show like that's a bad thing to do. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant he was intentionally calling her crazy. No, I think no, I think he was making a point about how. Uh, what do you think? I don't really know. It's hard to tell because that doesn't seem like something that would just slip out. Honestly, does it? Yeah, it does. Really? I, I, you I, think so? I, I, it sounds to me like he slipped up. Like behind the scenes, he's like, ah, crazy Nancy. She's always doing this. And then when he's talking to her, he's like, how can we come to a deal? You know, crazy Nancy. And then, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, didn't mean it. Like you saw him immediately. was like, I didn't mean it. I didn't, you know, that's, that's the president. So maybe, so what you're saying is that this is basically just like locker room talk that kind of worked its way out into the conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think that everyone's entitled to a little bit of locker room talk. You should be able to say whatever you want to say around just your friends or, you know, whoever hangs out with you at home. I, I, I just think crazy Nancy is incorrect. Why so? Like she's not crazy? She's not crazy. She she's exactly crooked. What she's yeah, she's doing. not crazy. No, yeah. she's uh, crooked. Yeah. Uh, dis- disconnected. She's too wealthy. Do you see that video where she's like showing the ice cream off and she's like, I got all this expensive ice cream. Yeah. And she's laughing. I got to get my hair done. And everyone's no, like seen that. unemployed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mask thing. The mask thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some art for you. Oh, yeah, we got more art. I got art for you. This is a better example of what Nancy Pelosi is. Once again, from George Alexopoulos. For those that are just listening, I will describe it to you. The first panel is Nancy yelling, and she's sparkling. It was a setup. I was wearing my mask. Then the next panel, it gets dark, and she says, the the same mask. And then the next panel is her looking down and grabbing her face. And then she rips her face off. (gasps) I'm wearing now. And her face is the alien from the movie They Live. Yeah. (laughs) Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. He says, uh, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. That that is the longest fight scene from any movie. Is it really? I don't know. It it, it goes (laughs) off like 20 minutes, though. Okay. Just punching each other in the face. They Live is about uh, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Well, he was like WWF, right? Yeah, big time. He's one of the hottest WWF wrestlers (laughs) against Hulk Hogan in the 80s. So he finds these sunglasses, and when he puts them on, he can see through the, the illusion. It's a cool movie. And there's all these people around who look like this art depiction of Nancy Pelosi's face. They're like, they have no lips and their teeth are showing their aliens or whatever. Yeah. And when he takes them off, they go back to normal. And then when he puts them back on, he looks like a billboard and it says obey. Hmm. He takes them off and it's like, you know, enjoy sweet, sweet cola. And he's like, whoa. And then he looks at money and the money says, this is your God. It was prolific Dude, for its time. It's amazing. It, it got a lot of traction in about 2012 when the truther movement really struck the internet. And they, they love that movie. They live. Interesting. So anyway, this art is, uh, it's based on Nancy Pelosi where she went to the, the, uh, the hair salon. And she wasn't wearing a mask and she was getting her hair done in the salon. And then she blamed the salon saying, I was set up. I was set up. I was wearing my mask. And then she rips her face off. Yeah, it's brilliant. (laughs) I love it. So, yeah, she's disconnected, man. That's my that's my take on it. She's just doesn't know. Like, Like you got to shake a hit. You got to not go out and do that. Show, 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 show more of his art. Look at this. Oh, that yeah. so that is I'll, 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 uh, yeah. We'll, there's there's we'll Nancy in. right there. Oh, so this is from this is this is a book we got sent from George, and it's really really amazing stuff. He's G Prime eighty five on Twitter, and the cover is just Nancy Pelosi shredding the Trump Trump speech. It's it's, yeah, it's a, look at her face. Oh my, it's amazing art. So neat. just so good. I, I don't know so what that good. is. Just people, victim comics. Oh, ah, it's a Trump supporter on the back. Cool. Yeah. So uh, anyway, when she ripped up the speech, when she's eating the ice cream. Ivory Tower Nancy, but it's not alliterative, you know. Crazy Nancy isn't either. How do you do? What's it? What's an N word? Yeah, negative is too long. Negligent. No, so too long. Yeah, it's a long word. It, it, the idea is that she's disconnected is is good, but it doesn't get to the core of what she is, in my opinion. Princess like, Pelosi. Princess Pelosi. That's, what that's I came pretty up good. With. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. 
She's got her ice cream. She's got her hairdo. It, it, and let it, them eat cake. Yeah. It makes her sound young, which she wants. Yeah. So maybe it's not the right. Then the old the, lady Pelosi. No, the wicked Nancy of the West. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that too. I like the, the, the wicked, wicked Nancy, Nancy of the West. Because she is, the she is in, the, yeah, yeah, over on the West Coast. So uh, I think Princess Pelosi's pretty good. I like that. Princess Pelosi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but princess is usually like a positive connotation. No, right? it's, it's very like young, beautiful. So, well, among girls, it's very negative. If you're a princess, you're high maintenance. You know, you get your hair done all the time. You got mm-hmm. the long nails. You got, you know, you got the Uggs. Yeah. And she, I don't think that's, she's not like that, really. But the fact that she went and had to get her hair done in the middle of this when other very people aren't supposed to. Yeah. It's really like she doesn't have control or something. But they've all, they've, they've all, it's not just her. Lori Lightfoot did it. And didn't Gretchen Whitmer do it? I'm sure she did. It's, it's been it's been a whole bunch of different politicians, but mm, I have to get my hair done. I'm in the public eye. And it's not dudes, is it? No, I don't think so. Because the guys wake up with their hair all greasy and they're like, just cool. splash, it with, splash <laughs> it with water and comb it to the side and I'm good to go. Or they put on a beanie because they don't have hair. <laughs> works too but these 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 female politicians we've seen several of them say i have to be the public face so i'm going to go to the salon even though no one is allowed to yeah like chris cuomo's the male version uh going out telling people he's not going out but going out yes well he's not a politician though no he's not his brother is do you see tucker carlson at central park fishing super old video that guy walked up to him joey boots man he held it together that was so Tucker? fun. Yeah, Tucker was... That's Tucker's cool dude. Yeah, I like him. Uh, that's sad. You know, Joe, Joey was a cool dude. Uh, he died uh, a little while ago. Oh. And I knew him. And uh, he's the famous guy who... Uh, I, I don't know if he's the guy who made up the Baba Booey thing, but he would run up to news cameras and oh. yell, Baba Booey, Baba oh, Booey. awesome. Howard Stern's penis, yeah. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> and so he would walk around New York filming people, and he didn't realize he was talking to Tucker. I guess back then, that's a really, really old video. Oh. I don't think Tucker was uh, was that famous back then. Oh, okay. Like he was... Fa- like he was. I thought it was you know, COVID he was, stuff. He was so the bow tie cool. guy. I was like, he no, doesn't no, have his no. mask on. He's at the That was Park. so long ago, there dude. So long ago. But yeah, know. if you didn't see it, this video surfaced of uh, Joey Boots. He was, a, he was a, a friend of the Howard Stern show. And he like sees Tucker Carlson fishing in Central Park. And he's like, what are you doing? And Tucker's like, fishing. And he's like, you can fish here? And he's like, yeah. And Tucker's just like, you're filming me? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, why? He's like, because I'm allowed to. And he goes, I'm not questioning your right to do it. I'm just wondering why you are. <laughs> and then after a couple seconds... Tucker just explains to him fly fishing. He's like, let me show you. And he like shows his, tra- his so baits and everything. I thought that was and, really nice. Yeah. And it was like a regular conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. kind of, it's kind of, it, it's cool. It's cool. And it's kind of sad because Joey was a cool dude. He's kind of a, kind of a, a troublemaker. A character. Yeah. Okay. It's character. So that's not the male version of Nancy Pelosi. It has Tucker. nothing to do with. No way. Nothing yeah, going on right the now. the polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what were you thinking? Obset- oh, just how are people obsessed with their own personal well-being in a time where they're asking everyone to take a sacrifice? And like, yeah. How, so, I don't know. Maybe it's I don't want to blame it on females, but looking good for the camera is, you know, well, when they're doing their it. hair Very done vain. and their makeup done. Yeah. is like uh, I don't really like that stuff anyway, personally. Unless yeah. unless I'm missing something, I'm not seeing guys do it. And it's probably done. because the guys wake up and they wash their hair and they comb it and they walk out. But, you know, women, like it, it's it's why uh, hair services for men can be cheaper, depending. I mean, you have you have long flowing locks, Ian. Oh, so I'm, your hair service. Thank you probably, for noticing. You probably have expensive <laughs> hair treatment for, you yeah, know, for use, your hair. I use uh, baby shampoo. <laughs> Do you really? Works. Yeah, that's awesome. It's I just mean like if you if you if you went to a salon that you have a lot of hair to work with, they're going to charge you a lot more. So yeah. guys tend to have short hair. They're kind of like whatever, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, salons as a business are kind of uh, you know. Uh, interesting phenomenon so the reason that it it costs more this is actually for the exact same reason that women pink tax 
No. That's it. Okay. Feminism. But, Patriarchy. Yes, it's the pink tax. That's all there is to it. No, women's hair is layered. It's longer. It's Women are more picky. It takes longer for them to do it. And the same thing goes with women's clothes. When you um, dry clean it, there's a lot more tucks and pleats, and it's more tailored, and it's more fitted, and it requires a lot more like actual would it, structured. Would it be cruel and unusual punishment if we said that any politician who violates the, the COVID lockdown to get their hair cut had to get their heads shaved? Ooh. And then like Lori Lightfoot, Gretchen Whitmer, and Pelosi all got their heads shaved? I think the answer is yes. That does seem kind of unusual, <laughs> if nothing else. Cruel. And, but there, there have been instances of unusual punishment. Yeah. Like I remember seeing stories where like a judge sentenced some dude to like hold a sign by the freeway. Who? What happened? I don't know. It was something like he had to hold a sign saying like he was a shoplifter or something. Oh. And the guy was like, that. he's like, it's like either that or you go to jail. And he's like, I'll take the sign. And so it's kind of unusual, but... Wouldn't like I, I don't know what the exact story was, but wouldn't you rather hold a sign by a freeway than go to jail? Oh, yeah. because it wasn't cruel, so it has to be cruel and unusual, not oh, cruel is or it? unusual. Yeah. Oh, I think for okay. women, that shaving your head like that would be cruel and unusual because Honestly, it's gonna take a long time yeah. to grow yeah. back. Yeah, well, they really care about it. So. What if what if you have to dress up like a clown? Mm. Like, the, oh, oh, you want to look good for the camera? Well, well now you have, you, you have mandatory clown duty. And you have to dress up like a clown. I used to, for do, that like that. A, I used to do that as a job. You actually did. You were a clown. I'd dress up as Woody That's from great. Toy Story, Not Darth Vader, clown, and then I'd make balloon animals for kids at oh, their birthdays. Oh, how funny! Yeah, I like fun. that. Paid oh, good. Twelve bucks an hour when nice. I was like seventeen. Perfect. Wow. Where? Like Disneyland? Uh, no, Ohio, Cuyahoga Falls, Akron. I just go around. I stand on the side of the road with a sign and dance in a reindeer awesome. costume. How did I not know this? We're having we're having a good time. How about how about we 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 close out this structured conversation? How about we close out with a segment that's. Actually, I think there's an update on this. Yeah, there is. Oh. Mm-hmm. So do you have the update? I sent it to you earlier. Um, but the, the update is the school has relented, right? Yes. So we'll just talk Indeed. about this. Did you hear uh, this story? You did. You gave him the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I had water in my mouth. I read this. I just kind of glanced at it, watched the video of them running out and saw the headline. So these kids, uh, high school football players, on 9-11, they wanted to wave the thin blue line and the threat, thin red line flags that that honors police and firefighters. Good for them. Specifically the, those those uh, on 9-11 who lost their lives. Mm-hmm. And the school said no. And they said, if you do this, you'll be suspended. And the kids said, okay, did it anyway. And that's amazing. That's amazing. That's not, that's not super political, but it's a protest and it's the right kind of protest. But what what is going on, man? That's all I got to say. You know, we talk about all this stuff. We kind of joke about people pooping on driveways and we talk about, you know, Antifa and all this stuff. But how do we get to the point where 9-12-2001, this country, everybody, like we're selling out of American flags because everybody's waving them and saying like, you know, we're unified. George W. Bush's approval rating was like high 80%. And now it's, you know, 9-12-2020 and they're suspending kids for waving flags, honoring those who sacrificed their lives on 9-11. It's like we as a species have experienced an amazing evolution of the last 20 years. Maybe it's internet video. I don't know exactly, but in 2001, I was all on with George Bush. I was like, yeah, let's go get him. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't know. Wow, I wasn't. It was a false flag, or maybe that it was a false flag. You know, I didn't know that it looked like somebody was trying to get us to go to war. I didn't know Halliburton was going to make billions of dollars off of it, you know, the vice president. We didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of that. And then it was the internet and all the reading, all the stuff that, that ABC News wouldn't have showed you in the 90s that. You mean, I, you, you, I mean the, you, mean, you mean the media was lying? Yeah, it seemed like I, I realized how media was lying and I had to become the media. Like, I never would have thought that I would have had to become the media in the 90s because they were doing such a good job. When all this stuff went down and the news was telling us there's weapons of mass destruction, we must go and we must, you know, start this war. I was, I was like, what? That doesn't make any nice. sense. 
I, I was I was just a teenager though, but I was also like a, a, a rebe- rebellious rapscallion who was like whatever the authority said must have like I would be like you're wrong because I'm smarter than you and I'm 15. The Iraq thing I was more on on edge about because they said before Iraq once someone slipped one time and said when we go into Iraq and it was before we'd ever gone to and, and, and my dad told me on the phone I was like 2003. Yeah, they're talking about going into Iraq all of a sudden and I was like what what yep. And they were talking about Iran for a long time, and then Trump hires Bolton, and Bolton said something like, this time next year we'll be celebrating in Tehran. Mm. And I'm like, what? (laughs) There's a a thing where we're talking about seven countries in seven years. It's like a military... Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and we've actually got a war with a lot of them. It's and I don't know if that's real though. You know, uh, someone look when when it comes to predictions, I, I could sit here and be like, at some point. We will go to war in Korea. And then people like, and then 10 years, and like, he was right. And like, you know, whatever. Right. So people said, these countries we're going to go to war with. And like, we've gone to war with like four of them. Yeah. It was, it was like, like Cuba, yeah. North Korea. It's countries that aren't on the OPEC. Well, uh, no, dollar. those countries haven't gone to war with yet. Right. But they were on the list. But other countries like Syria and Libya, Libya and stuff like that. We didn't go to, we didn't necessarily go to war with them. We kind of did in Iran, Libya. and Iraq and Afghanistan. The, 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 the airstrikes and stuff. But uh, the, the main issue I bring this up is just like, it's crazy to me that we're at this point where it is more publicly acceptable to say cops are evil and cops are bad than it is to honor those who died on 9/11. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I, well, look, you could you, you think they could have they, they could they could run out waving a Black Lives Matter flag. I think I would not even have noticed it, that they were had a weird flag if they hadn't made a, a story about it. It just looked like three cool flags. Like, American flags. Yeah, three American flags. One was deep blue. One was regular. They'll paint Black Lives Matter in the streets, but Blue Lives Matter isn't allowed. They'll tell you it's not political. We got to start waving those flags next to each other. Mm, no, no, I disagree. I think the Black Lives Matter organization is is, is extremist. They want to they want to defund the police and they want to disrupt the nuclear family. And I'm not even a conservative. I'm I'm a lefty urban liberal type dude, and I understand the importance of family. And they want to disrupt that. Why? It's like scientifically proven that family structure is good for kids. Like, maybe they took the black pill. They just want to burn everything down. That's the what is it? The uh, the nihilist pill. Yeah, yeah, like like everything's bad. They've given matters. up and they're bored and they have power now because they're in their early twenties and they can finally. You saw that video earlier of the cops who got ambushed. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's rough. Did that just happen? Uh, I think it just happened. The, the, I think the, that was the, just from a couple days ago. The Tulsa, Tulsa shooting. Yeah. So for those that, for those that didn't see it, uh, two cops got shot in, uh, in, in Tulsa. One of them died, and it is one of the most horrifying body camera footage oh, releases man. I've ever seen. Because these cops did everything right. They pulled the guy over who was breaking the law. They told him to get out of the vehicle. He wouldn't do it. They used taser and pepper spray. They told him forty times. Forty times, get out of the vehicle. They, they Very did, clear. They didn't want to hurt him, and they didn't. They didn't want to kill him. They didn't want it to become another Absolutely. riot scandal. And then while he was crying and saying, "You're hurting me. You're hurting," he was actually reaching under his seat to grab his gun, and then he did. And that the gun is probably why he didn't want to get out of the car. He needed to get to his gun. No, no, he, he, he knew that getting pulled over meant they'd find the illegal gun. Oh, okay. And he was done. Mm-hmm. So he decided he'd rather, he didn't want, like, so uh, for those that have seen the video, I, I, look, this dude was not trying to just shoot cops to escape. He waited. He took his time to try and execute one of the cops. Yeah, it was He, like, very... stopped and aimed. And he he could have, yeah, and then he fled. Um, so, yeah, I was going to ask something, but I remember, but he pointed at the cop, like took his time. It he like, like he aimed, it all gripped, out. gripped with both hands, aimed at the head and put a bullet in the cop's head. That cop survived. So I, I bring that up the same point with this. Uh, so apparently the school has relented and I, I don't know oh. exactly what happened, but oh, they were that's like, great. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I'm just, I'm just bringing it up as like a, a, the final, you know, quick segment is just, how do we get to this point, man, where we're in this country where everybody's got cops, everybody. If you, if even if you live in the middle of nowhere, you got a sheriff or something, you, you've probably talked to, and maybe you, you don't really see them. There's state patrol, but cops are everywhere. You talk to them, you might have a negative interaction because they give you a ticket. It's like, yeah, you were speeding. Otherwise, what's cop going to pull you over for? I've had cops help. You know, oh, like yeah. get locked out of your car or something. You pull over on the highway and they're like, what's going on? Anything I can help you with? Dude, and you're honestly, like, definitely. When I'm speeding and I get pulled over, I'll thank the cop because it's dangerous to speed. And if I'm doing that, I really shouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't thank the cop. I do. I'd be I, like, every, oh, you got me. Every time I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, well, so uh, I've, I've never actually gotten a ticket for speeding. I've, I've sped before. The one time I was really speeding like crazy. I was in the middle of nowhere, like like far west Illinois, just like total back roads. And so there was nothing. So I was like, eh, screw it. And I slammed the gas and I was going like 80. And that was like, you know, what is that? Like, it was like, I was going like 30 miles over the limit. And then I see a cop way up in the distance and I'm like, okay, I'll slow down. When I pass him, he pulls out and starts following me. And I'm like, oh no, oh geez. <laughs> and then he pulls me over and he was like, you were speeding. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Hold on. And he came back. He gave me a warning. He's like, slow down, kid. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not speeding anymore. And that was all it took. I guess he like, he ran my plate. So I was like, I had no tickets or anything or whatever. And he was just like, here's your warning. Slow down. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can kill other people when you're speeding. That's dangerous. Totally, totally. It's true. So it's like, you you can have a negative interaction with cops, but don't we still have to recognize what, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Defund the police is only pop, only possible because they've successfully demoralized us as a society. Mm-hmm. We're at the point now where people are like, I guess it's okay to say uh, the police are bad. Well, how spoiled are we to live in a world so peaceful and organized that we feel like we can say, screw the police. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need them. Are you serious? And then you have poor uh, poor people in like minority communities that are the like, police, we need more police. Need police. Yeah, the crime is out of control. It's it's these these like uh, it's interesting. What is this like a high school? So it's these like progressive white, you know, social justice areas. Yeah. So the headline doesn't ca- encapsulate this very well, but they were put back on active status, and that's what they say. In this oh, okay, so okay. Students are back. But they, to they it. are they going to let them wave the flags? I believe so. It says uh, the local schools. Uh, mm-hmm. Little Miami local schools is saddened to see this story take such a negative turn. The district enjoys an outstanding relationship with their local police and fire agents. It's not about local yeah, police. It's I, about nine eleven, dude. I know. Well, dude. yeah, he went on to reference an event that they had later in the day to honor the anniversary of nine eleven. So this is something they took seriously. My understanding too is that they didn't have permission to fly the flags. And right. Why so they, were they getting, didn't give them permission? I don't know. But and, and they were getting busted because they didn't have permission, right, not because of the flags they were flying. I guess, but they should have given them permission to fly those flags, right? Because it was nine eleven. It was important to them. I'll tell you what, man. Take a look at this story. It's from uh, February. 9-11 Memorial vandalized in Plymouth less than a week after Why? town's other landmarks were defaced. This is so depressing. Dude, it's a 9-11 Memorial and they knocked it over. Do you know what? This is This is crazy. It's a fire. Wow, dude. I, I was saying this earlier. You want to you wanna have an argument about the police use of force, police brutality? Absolutely. And we can talk about police reform and the appropriate changes. You want to talk about the firefighters and cops on 9-11? who saw explosion in the sky and debris raining down and people screaming. And as everyone ran to safety, they ran into the buildings and ended up getting crushed, sacrificing themselves to try and save people. And many people got pulled out by these cops and firefighters, made it to safety, and those people lost their lives. Mm-hmm. And so we build little statues for them because we always want to remember that this is the, the, the true the moment you know humanity does the best. 
and then some lunatic desecrates it, knocking it over. So they, 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 I read that they did repair. It. This is an old story. Good. But just like seeing these kids running out with these flags, and I'm like, I want to stand and salute these kids and be like, yes, that's what humanity is all about. The people on 9-11 saw the explosion, saw the fire and debris, and they could have ran away. And they, they got in their cars, they jumped on those fire trucks, and they said, we got to get there as fast as possible. They need us. And then they died. And many of these people who, who went down there and were helping after the fact, and even there on the day, suffered the horrifying lung diseases from breathing all this stuff yeah, in for I decades that, to come. I worked there at Ground Zero, and we had to get those breathalyzer tests. I started in October, and, and by November, we were getting like breathing things. You had to certify that you weren't sick wow. before oh, you got wow. there. Wow. To like see if you had the, yeah, the illness or whatever. To test if it. Could it, you imagine? It it to you. you know, not some people lost their lives, but others, they 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 put themselves in a position to suffer for decades, to save people, the people who got this lung, and that's why it was so it was so impressive to see John Stewart fighting so hard. Yeah, I just saw him for, talking about that today. I think it was. Yeah, is yeah, is there good news or is there bad news? I on think it? he was just out talking about it because he praised Trump before. And he said that Trump was the only one who was helping these guys. And it sickens me how the media just like, it, it has to be bad about Trump. It can never be good. And John Stewart, good dude. Um, I don't know where we're at right now. So I don't, I don't know where the funding's at. But this, you know, this story, man, makes me really angry, especially when you see these body camera video stuff gets really, get, get released. You see how, I think it was in Portland, they didn't have enough Chinook helicopters to put out the fires because they're over in Afghanistan. Is that true, though? Oh, well, maybe it was a fake article, know. but I think some of the, the things that we could have used to protect our own country were overseas, i.e., you know. That's true, period. Like, the people, you know, like, the, just, if it, we spend a lot of money here in the U.S., build things and send them overseas, but we do a bunch of nation building in these other, country, other, other countries. That's why I'm like, yo, man, we got Flint. We got to fix them pipes. Yeah, that's like, what our military you know? could be used for is building infrastructure. Yeah, you're, you're right, Ian. And it, you sound like a Trump-supporting Trump. Republican. Yeah, I do love does. Trump as a human. But there as a president? Go. Let it be known. You sound <laughs> I think he's got, I would give him a 68 out of 100. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's all I right. Mean, you know, what about Biden? Fort 17 out of 100. <laughs> oh, just immediately generous. 17. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it earlier. 17. <laughs> Neither of them are my, my top humans. Yeah, well. Like Elon I'd Musk, agree. 90, 98 yeah. maybe even. He's 90. like one of my He's top choices. He's a little weird sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A weird. That's pretty cool. He likes memes. Who gets 100? I don't think there are any. But no. you got to pick one? I don't know. Like Who's the 100? What about Joe Rogan? I'd He's love to see cool. Joe in office what, what, he doesn't what, want that job. No, I mean, like, Musk isn't in office. No, I know. But Musk does weird things where he, like, tweets and then stock crashes. Yeah. Like, what about Joe? Joe doesn't do anything. He's not an American either, so he can't be president. But it's, not, it's not about president, Joe would though. be a great president. I don't know about that. I think he'd be great because he's good at listening. He doesn't. That's true. And that's your job is just make sure stuff doesn't go crazy. That's yeah. like your main be, job. Be the voice I'm, of I'm just saying, like, you, you gave Elon Musk a 90. He's not a president. Don't you think Rogan would be higher? Um, he's just a guy who talks to people he, and, you know. Uh, maybe. And he's a comedian and he's a, he's a commentator. And he's got a dog. He'd be pretty good. Like, what, 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 what are the bad things? Less than Musk? Well, he's not super. He is pretty intelligent. He's not, like, super intelligent. No, no, we're talking, we're talking about, like, uh, in terms of, like, their job and, and the benefits. Yeah, Joe would be great because he'd keep people calm and he'd listen to as many sides of the argument as possible. You think Elon Musk would be a good president? Yeah, because he's a science guy. He knows all the technology oh, we need to fix things. Mm, well, so. how about a we ask... The audience. Oh, yeah. Super Chats. Yes, Super Chats. Did time. you get in your Super Chats? What would you chats? give Joe oh, Biden? Yeah. What would I give Joe Biden? Yeah. 17. 
Yeah, what? low. That's Real low. Why. Shockingly low. Shockingly low. Oh. Like, he, he's like, violence is bad. Come on, man. And I'm like, that's true. Thank you, Joe. That's the bare minimum. We switched now which can Joe you... we were talking about, and I wasn't listening. Oh, Joe sorry. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> 17. Is that what you meant? Right, Biden? Yeah. yeah. Joe Biden. I was yeah. asking I was like, Chad, actually. Yeah, I was like, what, what do what? you guys think about all these yeah, crazy 17? numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a scale, on a scale of zero to 100, in terms yeah. of like... Or one to 100. I'm thinking, like, job performance, not as a politician, but as, like overall benefit to humanity exactly so yeah. i think trump would be a better you know maybe 68 is a good number it might be higher than that but benefit to humanity yeah biden's like it's hard to six. tell biden's way down there yeah because he you know someone made a really good point there's a lot of trump supporters say this donald trump gave up a life of luxury to serve the people joe biden serves the people in order to gain access to a life of luxury well wow, that's true he's been doing his whole life but maybe it's not even fair to say he's serving the people you know but let's go to super chats and see what the audience has to say Chuck Mora says, "Just for fun, enjoy Alaska. I'd love to go to. I'd love to go to Alaska. Oh, cool! Yeah, you can see Russia from there. You can from uh, what's what's can. the what's the westernmost point? Oh, I is forget. it? It's not it's Barrow. Like, it's um, oh, Wales. Hold on. Is it? I think it's. Is it Wales? Western. It might be Wales. Yeah. Let's see. Yethna P says, "Incoming super chat chain for my favorite rappers, Doctor Two Tims and Sour Lil Sour Lids. <laughs> Let me tell you about Ethan Van Skyver. He was canceled from DC Comics for refusing to back down and denounce a YouTuber who was exposing the truth of SJW rot in the uh, industry. He is proof that submitting to SJWs is, is not only not needed, but that people want you to stand up against these nuts while publicly, not just privately, rebuking and saying no to SJW. Be betterisms." He has raised over $2.5 million in crowdfunded comic campaigns, being backed by over 34,000 times. Wow. Please have him on. I want to see y'all talk and help him his new book beat the most. We will uh, look into him. I've definitely heard of him for sure. I love people that stand up against SJWs, get canceled, and then crowdfund a new career. Like Jordan Peterson, you know, Brett Weinstein is doing Jack Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Was it Wales? Uh, it is the Atu Island. You're right. The little island out on the Oh, well, that's, that, that's the, the Aleutians. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah. But what I'm talking about, like, not the islands. Not like the, the westernmost oh, okay. city of, of continental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I think that, like, the islands actually stretch out really, really close to, like, Russia and Japan. Mm-hmm. Michael Calderon says, Tim, did you hear about a prison-themed bar? Here is a link called Alcatraz Shoreditch Block 212. Interesting. Yetha says, crowdfunded comic of all time. He's so damn close. I don't think comics would be main, uh, mainly the focus. More of an aside, I'm interested in hearing you all discuss many things. He's got a lot of crazy insights into leftism in action, including now exposed whisper networks denied by leftists. Even though he is a first tier guest to me, if he is only a maybe guest for you, remember that if another guest cancels, he lives in Marlton, 30 minutes away from your P.O. box. Plus, Ethan has lots of loyal live stream viewers and super chatters that you can steal. I got to see y'all together before Ooh. you move. We'll uh, we'll take a look into it. Yeah, it, what? you're correct. It's Wales. Yes, yes. Right. my geography is on point. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Aleutian Islands. There's a really cool place on Alaska where they do like the crabbing and stuff. Yeah. Exile of Society says, Tim, did you hear about Kamala going to Venezuela? Going to a Venezuelan restaurant unannounced in Florida. All the customers and the owner became furious and told her she was not welcome. Yeah, it was what? a Cuban restaurant. Is that I think? for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, someone mentioned the town hall debate is tonight, guys. Well, you know, look. That's true. So make sure you smash the like button because we're definitely competing with the town hall. And I, I notice people are going to watch the town hall. And that's fine. But uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to do our thing. And if you guys want to go to the town hall, we're going to be over in 15 minutes and we're going to turn it on. We're going to watch. Yeah. It's not over. But, uh, you know, uh, let me give you some advice, some work advice. There's a lot of times where someone will be doing a live stream. Someone will put out a video and on YouTube, you compete with that. 
you know, somebody, you, you guys might want to watch me and say, oh, but what about Tucker? We're going to go watch Tucker and said, by all means, you watch what you want to watch. Mm-hmm. And as I was told when I was little, I was talking about business with my mom and I was like, why would, you know, why would I do that if other people are already doing it? And she said, Pizza Hut's across the street from Domino's. They both make money. And I was like, oh, yeah, just because someone else is doing the same thing doesn't mean you can't do it, too. Just because it's a town hall debate doesn't mean we just don't do the show because you can watch the show later. That's true. It's that simple. It's 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 recorded. And if collective consciousness is real, we're enhancing each other. That's right. By doing our best separately. You just keep working. You just keep working. Mm -hmm. We got a super chat. Where'd it go? It disappeared. Why did it disappear on me? Lior Engelstein says, I am a FFL and SOT holder and I manufacture firearms. In the last two months, I have had more firearms tracing calls from the ATF than I have ever had before. Things are really crazy. Wow. Dare I say civil war, people. Hmm. Damien Maddox says, things are getting crazy. Keep prepping everybody. Did you guys see that Trump official who said armed insurrection is coming? No. And he was like, buy ammo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Michael Caputo. Yeah. Buy ammo. And apparently he's like resigning now because they called him out. But he was doing a stream for like just his Facebook friends, not a very big account. And he was like, there's resistant cells in the government and insurrection's coming. They're not going to concede. Oh. They called him crazy. They called him a conspiracy theorist. Called him a lot of things. Perhaps he is a government official with insider knowledge of what's going on. And his insight would be valuable. Maybe. Or maybe he's a crazy guy. I heard at least a thousand rounds per gun. Yeah. Who told you that? Uh, my friend in the army. In the Marines. He's in the Marines. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, look, I, I, I respect what you're saying, Ian, but my experience playing Fallout is oh. that you just walk around <laughs> and there's bullets everywhere. I okay. defer to your expertise. Can you, actually, can you think about that? Like in, in Fallout, you wake up like, a, you know, hundreds of years after this nuclear explosion, the nuclear war wipes everything out, and everybody just happened to have bullets in their buildings. It's Amazing. like everywhere. So many bullets. <laughs> just everywhere. Just scrap brass Amazing. and there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good game, though. It's great. Fallout 3 is the best. Eric Meininger mm. says, if you put up 10% and, have the, and the rest is paid by a bail bondsman, you do not get your money back regardless of outcome. The bondsman is repaid when you show up, but they keep your money. You would only get your money back if you paid the entire $1 million bond. Really? Whoa. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Oh, that's dirty. That's a little wow. sketchy. Yikes. Let's see. Johan Van Studens uh, says the Pelosi pooper was 93% peaceful and 70% corn. But I'm say that again. <laughs> Matthew Birds, he says, I would like to see if arrested, they should have the evidence to take you to court. DA is all uh, is ready to present evidence and present case. The defense can choose a continuance or whatever. Interesting. What does it say? Uh, misconduct says, will you will you be covering anything about Hillary Clinton possibly going to jail? I've been seeing some headlines about it. Do you know what it's about? I really want want her to sport an orange jumpsuit. I can't stand her. I really don't think that'll ever happen. Hmm. You got you guys? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't support it? it either. I don't like the witch hunt and like. Well, if she, what, if, what if she if she, she goes to jail? Witch. She committed a crime. I feel like in order for us as society to move forward, we have to all do it together. Because if we're gonna go after each other, they're gonna keep subverting and trying to destroy. Dude, if a dude like breaks into a house and like stabs an old lady in the throat and the and the community is screaming and it turns out like the dude who did it is the son of like a wealthy politician, I wouldn't be like, well, he shouldn't get locked up, yeah, I mean, you know. Violent crimes are definitely. I think crime beast. is crime. If she, com- well, if she if she committed a crime, she goes to jail. I don't should know be. if it necessarily needs to be that extreme. But jail needs to be reformed. So what? So what? She gets to a free pass and regular people don't? Well, it just depends on what what people do. Uh, you know, go- hey, let's say, let's let's say she uh, you know, she 
she didn't do this, but she had people who wiped her servers and smashed up her phones. Deposed a Libyan dictator? If we could prove all that. It's a fact. The, the, the people who are managing her data smashed cell phones with hammers and then Dude, used bleach bit my a software to purge server. Is, is, is different than my, my moral beliefs. Like, I, I'm trying to look at the big picture and not be emotional about it. I, as a species, I don't think if we're trying to tag each other and, and go after each other all the time, the really powerful people that we're going after are going to keep keep stopping if, us from and advancing. And if politicians can see that they'll get away with the crime because of that mentality, then they'll commit crimes. And they'll be like, what's the worst going to happen? Now that I'm a politician, I can't go to jail. They'll never lock me up. It'll be too divisive. I was just thinking As about it's happening. the Panama Papers, did you did, offshore banking, about how horribly illegal it is, and so many people are doing it anyway. Did you hear that uh, what, like, like uh, upwards of 31 mobile phones from the Mueller team were wiped? No. Before being given to the DOJ for investigation? Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. You think there'll Justice. be a reckoning and every, a bunch of people are going to... I don't think it's going to happen. Never it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Nope. Ooh, here we go. The emperor says, I just got polled. One of the automated questions asks for what issue I am most worried about, but it only had six options, all of which were Democratic talking points. Mm. That is a trick from Democratic mm. groups. But Trump does it. I, I got a poll from Trump once. It was hilarious. It was like, in your opinion, uh, you know, it's like, Donald Trump is doing a blank job as president, and it was like amazing, great, and good, and other. <laughs> and I was like, I get uh, it. I got some weird text from the Biden campaign today. I don't know if you guys got this. No, what does it, it say? It was to the wrong person, though. Hi, Jamie. I'm Younga, volunteer with the DNC. Hispanic Heritage Month is coming up. Will you be there? It's a big, long text. Will really? Be there Hispanic. to support Biden? Yeah. I don't know how they got my number. Hmm. Joe Biden's scared. And I'm not Jamie. <laughs> and you're not Hispanic. It must be a wrong number. Terrible though, marketing, though. Jeez, yeah. Maybe it's on purpose. Maybe, maybe it's on purpose. Maybe. Superman, if he wasn't scared of green rocks, says, great show, everyone. Tim, Tony Hawk Pro Skater review. Everybody hit that. Uh, hit that. Uh, everybody hit like. Ian, spin that UFO. I could read your mind, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater review. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is an arcade game. It is, uh, it, is, it is only somewhat a skateboarding game in the, in the sense that it uses skateboarding mechanics, but the actual game itself is stringing together commands. You're, you're hitting buttons to make a guy do a bunch of ridiculous things to rack up multipliers. It's an arcade game. It's one of the best arcade games. It's a very unique and amazing game where the goal is to like string together all these ridiculous tricks and then be like, I got 50 million points. So you have Skate XL, and I notice you barely touch Tony Hawk. You just play Skate. Because I'll play Skater, like, yeah, exactly. Skater XL is the new, uh, like, sim skating sim game. There's no points. You just do the tricks. And so if you want to just, you know, I finish skating, but I'm still, like, in that skate mindset, you can, it's fun. You can make the guy do, like, a laser flip nose grind on a handrail. And that's just so skating what, sim. So what would you give Tony Hawk, scale 1 to 10? Uh, no death seven. points. Oh. But, but it's a different game. I don't, I don't play Tony Hawk as a game where it's like, when, when I play Skater XL, it's to, like, try and get him to do specific tricks for what, fun. What would you have given Tony Hawk when it first came out, 1 to 10? Uh, actually, the first one, 7. The second one, like, 9. And then after that, it was kind of wonky. This one, the new 1 and 2, I'd give probably, like, a 7. Okay. Is it Be because it's dated? Yeah, they, re they redid everything. It's kind of cool, but it is still pretty dated. So it's really fun to play, and they're really pushing it. But I'm like... It's just Tony Hawk. You know what I mean? I'm glad they remade it because you couldn't get it on, on, on you know, the newer PlayStations anymore. And it is a really fun game. But they definitely should have just made a new one and done it right. They yeah, did they should do that. They, they did Tony Hawk 5, and it was just not good. Oh. So they should have redid Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and they should have just made, like, Tony Hawk remastered. Like, well, not remastered, but, like, the reboot. 
Yeah, something like Skater. I mean, the action They're just. It, I just my issue with it, why it knocks down a little bit, is a nostalgia marketing thing. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of people in there, and it's like I remember when I was a little kid, and they're going for like the thirty-eight-year-old dude who's like, you know, yeah, and they're all getting paid. He was like seventeen when the game came out, and he was playing <laughs> with his friends in college or whatever when he was a little older. And now they're bringing the game back, and all these older guys have their kids, and they're like, "You never played Tony Hawk. You got to play this." And they're playing with their kids, and it's fun. It's fun, you know. It's, it's an arcade game. It's like if like your grandpa wants to play pong with you or whatever. Oh. All right, let's see. Jonathan Lauren says, first, I stopped Crowder's stream because he wouldn't shut up while saying, listen to Trump's response, thereby defeating the purpose of streaming the town hall. Honestly, I've enjoyed watching your live stream far more than his lately. Keep it up, dude. Wow. That's, Ooh, a, that's a very big compliment My because goodness. I think Crowder does a really, like, his show is much better than, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to, I guess, I guess I'll just say, I'm the best. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Lydia is the best. By the way, Lydia's great. Crowder does a phenomenal <laughs> Trump impression. He does, does he really? I just saw one on Twitter. He is it's great. Really funny. He did a Rogan interviews Trump thing. He's were, a funny he dude. I, I enjoy him. What is this? Uh, Dax says, please, Tim, check out Tucker 41 minutes ago. YouTube won't let me post the link to you now. What is it? Hmm. I don't know. What is this? Someone about uh, Stephen. Vartanian says, I've heard Alex Jones mention you on a show recently that he's a fan of yours and wants to collaborate with you. Any plans to make that happen? I don't know if I have the uh, functional capacity to make something like that happen. We should do a shooting shooting video with Alex where he trains you to shoot. I mean, yeah, we could totally do something like that. That'd be fun. In in terms of like the show, to to be completely honest with everybody, there's like a, a legal capacity that I wouldn't know how to deal with. Like when uh, and, and also a media capacity that I don't think like I'm not a big company with like a legal department and with a marketing team and with like special lawyers for any of this stuff. And I would get just annihilated in the press and I wouldn't know how to deal with any of that stuff. I'm just a dude who like turned the camera and started talking to it and then got some friends together and we talked about it. And so there's like there's I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do. I guess the easy way to put it, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be cool to do something. Maybe you're right. A shooting video would be Sweet. fun. Be like just like, yeah, you know, Texas. And actually, you know what? You know, you know what I think it is. We should we should definitely when we uh, we're, we have this new we have this new house we're building out for the new studio. A vlog would be the right way to do it, because then we could talk about whatever we want. We could walk around and that is the appropriate. I think that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be so fun. <laughs> also, I don't know if I could handle like that dude. Like when I don't know if you guys saw that. The, 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 was it Logan Paul? I think. What, what about did him? a podcast with him and then like Alex was like punch me, punch me. <laughs> yeah just stuff like that I'm like he's awesome I'm, I'm too much of a mild mannered milk toast fence sitter I'd be like Alex stop yeah that's what they want to see <laughs> I know I know yeah. it might be really funny it might be really funny sideways says how do I convince my mom Trump isn't that bad she said in the Woodward interview he praised North Korea and Russian dictators I love my mom dearly but can't tell her and most co-workers are voting Trump just tell her straight up and and he didn't praise them. He said that they were a better leader than Biden. And I gave Ugh. Biden a 17. So that only means that they're an 18 or a 9. It doesn't mean that they're great. He just wow. said they're not as bad as Biden. Oh, my goodness. A little hyperbolic there. Yeah. Robert Johnson says, Tucker had a virologist on with evidence COVID was released weapon from China. That is a bold statement for which I require copious amounts so, of evidence. Yeah. Remember, there was a lady who fled China, and I'm assuming she gave it an interview. She got banned. She, I'm sure yeah, she, she got did. banned. Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to see that. Ginger Brown says, 2019, House Democrats tried to revise Voter Rights Act, locals suppressing votes within 10-year span, feds run elections. Democrats consider voter ID suppression, red states lose autonomy. Yikes, man. Blacklist Universe says, I played the original 720 in Steve Caballero's room, the original 720, 
uh, at his mom's house. Oh, oh, like the first 720? Wait. At his mom's house when I was a teen. Also, George's comics are awesome. Almost as awesome as Magnificent 7 on Indiegogo now. <laughs> so uh, My Hero Magademia is one of the funniest comics. I don't, we, we have it. Someone sent it to us. Oh, I wonder if I've looked at that. But this this one is... We, yeah. we, we pulled this out to show somebody. The art is incredible. His art is incredible. He's so talented. I yeah. love it. It's amazing stuff. He's working on like a Biden horror thing right now and he's oh, tweeting about it. For it's Halloween. So, yeah. yeah, for Halloween. Oh, yeah, it's going to be cool. So, uh, yes, we're just giving tons of shots. So, anyway, just to be like... We pulled this comic out uh, oh. of George Alexopoulos' uh, art because someone was here. It was, uh, it was when uh, Colin was here. Yeah. And we were like, we were talking about it, and then I showed it to him. So then we had it sitting on the table, so then, you know, Ian's looking at it. I like it. it. But also, I like, so I pulled up a bunch of his comics recently, and they're all really great, you know. Let's see. Deloria Shine says, thank you for being my red pill. Did you guys hear about the massive protest in Montreal over the weekend? Tons of USA chants and Trump flags. Really? Was that their gun Montreal? I don't know. I wonder. Wow. Look it up. Will Rushing says, my friend got a Biden call the other day and it said he was voting for Trump. The person over the phone said, have fun staying alive in Trump's America. No way. Dude. R- would really say that to somebody. I get all these text messages from people who say things, you know, like, hi, this is, you know, Jeremy with the, you know, bill campaign for Democrat in this random na- jurisdiction. And the only thing I ever do is paste. Does your candidate support the Democrats efforts to repeal Prop 209 in California? Uh, is that the the civil rights? Yeah, repealing civil rights. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I got one response that was an affirmative, unaffirmative, where they said, well, you know, we haven't taken official stance on, on, on this yet, but we can tell you all the ways we're, we're, tr- we're fighting for affirmative action. And I'm that's like, a, so you yeah. agree with what they're yeah. doing? Because that was the question. Yeah. Uh, Joey Boy says, have you heard about the shooting of the young Republican interns in Minneapolis? I did. And they put the story headline saying young Republicans shot. But the motive was not political. And I'm like, then why did you tell me they were Republicans? Like, right. Why was that relevant? It. Yeah, it was kids standing out in front of a supermarket or something. and They got shot. Mm. Oh, and then they were like, let's make it political. Oh. Sure. All right. Let's see what we got. Oh, Caroline Swing says, more Lydia, please. The guests are great, but a day or two a week of Lydia being the guest would be fabulous. I agree. Well, uh, Lydia is a, a permanent uh, function of the show. I am, in fact, Lydia. pivotal. She can just yell all the time. I, I do, think yes. Lydia should do her own show, too. I will at some point okay. after you get to the new house. Patrick Winter says, Tim, I live in PA and it's a Lancaster. Lancaster. Ha. Huh? Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. My sources were correct. Damien Demon says, Trump just said the Harris and Biden campaign because Harris thinks she'll be president. LOL, Trump is a G. Did you see Kamala Harris said the Harris administration? Yeah. And then Biden said the Harris-Biden administration. Dude, what is going on? <laughs> uh, I think you know what's going on. Conspiracy theory. Oh, boy. You ready? Yeah. Kamala Harris was supposed to be the nominee. Uh-huh. I think you're right. And she was actually rising in the polls mm-hmm. until Tulsi Gabbard nuked her from orbit. Yes. I think you're right. Kamala Harris crashed and they said, yeah. what do we do? Plan B, Biden wins, picks Kamala Harris. I predicted Kamala. Mm-hmm. I said, I said Kamala. Actually, let me see if I can find something in the Real Clear Politics average. I predicted Warren for some reason. That was way off. I think I predicted Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you, you wish Ba-na. Bernie Ba-na. Sanders. So let's see here. Uh, yep. No, wait, that's Warren. Okay, so no, Kamala never really did that well. I guess I'm wrong. Which one was Harris? That's She's, why I was thinking Oh, no, no, no. no. She, she was doing really well, but she never surpassed Biden. Hmm. But she was, yeah, right. So she was doing really well. She got nuked by Tulsi. Where and was then that? just Can like, you see it? no, I don't know. It might be right here because she's like skyrocketed. I think that's, and yeah, and Biden dipped because she, 
Harris attacked Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. And then she went, got knocked out. And she didn't grow after that. And then look and at this. April 8th, Joe Biden, 60.8%. Dude, he didn't even start to run until like a month and a half after. And he was losing. What the heck? It is, it is the Harris administration, and we all know it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a town hall, I guess, on. And I yeah. think we'll try and catch as much as we it. can. So we better let you guys get to it. So uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parler at TimCast. And you can check out my other YouTube channels where I do daily content all for the day, like every single hour of the day at YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCast News. Of course, you can follow Ian. Do it. You can follow me on Twitter, um, Minds, and YouTube, but you can also follow me on Twitch. I just started oh. streaming video games last night with Adam Krigler, who's also on Twitch. You go to Twitch.tv slash Ian Crossland, Twitch.tv slash Adam Krigler, and we will Boom. be gaming tonight after this show. So you're going to skip the town out. hall meeting? I think so. I have a oh. date with seven days to die. <laughs> All right. Oh, cool. And of course, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. Correct. Before you go, make sure you smash the like button. All your super chats, thank you so much because it really does support the show. And we will be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live. And uh, Ian will spin the UFO. But again, on my other channels, I've got content. Like Actually, between my three channels, I think we have content every hour starting from 10 until, 7, until 10 p.m. Yep. 12 hours a day. Yep. That's so wow. Hot. wow, that's ridiculous. Wow. It's heating up. 12 hours a day. That's no so joke. good. That's How impressive. fun. I produce way too much content. No, mm -hmm. you're doing it just right. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We will see you all tomorrow. Bye, Bye guys.